0: In the White House, President Eisenhower signs the proclamation that makes Alaska's entry into the Union official, nearly 92 years after Lincoln's Secretary of State bought the territory from the Russian Tsar for seven million billion. <laughs> the Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors.
1: The Bait Shack. Located on Ship Creek, upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They're the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at TheBaitShackAK.com
0: lawn pro ak your year-round professional property maintenance company providing services such as weekly lawn maintenance driveway sweeping snow and ice management and tons more get your free estimate today at lawnproak.com
2: anchor town dogs located at fourth avenue across from the old fourth avenue theater look for the blue and gold umbrella from reindeer dogs to bomb euros they've got you covered anchor town dogs your local gourmet hot dog and sausage cart
1: Menegados Accounting, locally owned and operated advisory and tax accounting solutions. Passion, experience, diligence. Learn more at menegatosaccounting.com.
2: Double Shovel Cider Company, located off Arctic and 58th. Handcrafted Alaskan made cider. They also have a taproom downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Check them out at DoubleshovelCider.com.
1: Serrano's Mexican Grill. Two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com.
0: AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska. Built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation. Find their products such as their sugar wax, full spectrum diamond sauce carts, and more at the Treehouse AK and other dispensaries around the state. Ask your local bud tender about AKO.
2: The AK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway. Your all-in-one cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives.
0: Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding.
1: Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. That uh, is
3: a beautiful sound. Both of the caribou call and the airplane start. I do. uh, Yeah. uh, Cranking up that airplane, that's a pretty good time.
0: Yeah, welcome back, Jake. We brought Jake Cooper back in uh, for our little podcast this time. We have uh, AWP episode number 23. Uh, We were talking about what we're going to do here is do a gear overview of some of the items that we use all the time, that we bring on these hunts um and today we are going to do bino harnesses yep. um yeah, a funny thing there, there was only one caribou call because i messed up the the audio. I, know, I, I
2: was wondering if you were going to mention that <laughs> it was a pretty lonely call
0: yeah yeah it should have been it was four on the first take but i forgot oh, to raise man. the volume on the button here and that nobody heard it so
2: <laughs> had to do a quick restart
0: yeah a real quick restart on it <laughs> it was a
2: crispy call though
0: it was yeah. it was um very cool. Uh, well, not cool in the studio. It's very hot. Yeah. <laughs> it's very hot. So sorry really if you guys hear any, any road noise or trucks or stuff like that. It's just way too hot in here to have all the windows closed. So yeah. you guys just have to deal with it.
2: Yeah, we're going to keep the window open tonight. It's, it's a full, fest going full on sweat here. fest.
0: Full sweat fest. So Brandon and I just got back from the youth caribou hunt, and we were just mm-hmm. talking about the youth caribou hunt, or all the caribou hunts recently as we just looked at the numbers that um department of fishing game put out as far as what the quotas are and i was about right at about 10 percent. it's probably actually less than 10 yeah. percent of what they're mm-hmm. allowing
1: um so jack are you pulling those numbers up yeah, real quick I, yeah i got them so uh yeah there's a release that looks like it was released on july 28th 2021 although i i'm a, a holder of rc 561 the subsistence permit and i did not get this in the email so I went back and checked. I look at my junk. So it, it's kind of interesting. Hopefully, they, they send out something in the mail um, or, or like an update to all the permit holders on on the um, email. It, but they've been typically typically been really good about doing that. Yeah, but they did mention it on the hotline, right? When we just
0: called the hotline, they yeah, didn't they did, say? They, did. they, they, did, they, they started 100%. to say. Yeah, so if you haven't called the hotline or if you haven't received the email, um, call the Nolchina Herd hotline. And they're going to tell you what the quotas are. Uh, we're going to actually read them off to you real quick right now so that people know.
2: I can pull them up right here. Uh, J- Jack's order. got them. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: so the Youth Hunt 495, which ends on the 5th, um, they had 200 permits. And the quota is 100, which is their expected harvest for DC 475. What, what is that hunt? What's DC 475? I'm not sure what the 475 uh, is.
2: is. 475 is the uh, oh non-resident because they what it open is. up okay. for non-residents. That's right, right. what it is. Right. Yep.
1: So 50 permits, a quota's 25. DC 485, 2,000 permits were given out. The quota's 225. RC 561, 2919. So 2,919 and 350 for the quota. RC5624181 and the quota is 350 again. And then the community harvest had 903 and the harvest is uh or the quota is 200. So yeah, like That's r- crazy. roughly 10% for most of them.
0: 10% because the number of 2021 permits is around 10,000 when you add that up and and the quota is 1,250 total. So, you know, that means that there's going to be a whole bunch of people out on day 1.
1: Yeah, and then the hunt's over oh yeah the hunt will be over the first weekend this happened what two, two or, years ago two was it yeah it was the yep. year that we we went goat hunting out uh, on uh, so maybe yeah, it was three yeah three had yeah. a homer and uh when we got back from that trip it was already closed
3: yeah because we were gonna leave that next day yeah and try and get a caribou and yeah they were closed that first weekend or so so for all
1: those sheep hunters out there that are gonna be out doing something August 10th you're not getting out your caribou this year Yep. 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 If you were an El Chino guy. Or you have person. the first one? You
0: have the 561? Yeah, 561, five, five, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I had the 485, so who knows? When that opens the 20th. That's going to be done.
3: Yeah. I, yeah. I'm not going to be able yeah. to get to that. Yeah.
2: 225 is the quota on that one, right? Yeah. There.
3: Yeah. So they will open it up for that tag, too. Well, they I wonder,
0: just... what other ones open the 20th? Because if that five, six one's done by day one, then no one else can hunt if you're there for the 485 opener on the 20th
1: yeah then you have a shot yeah and then mm-hmm. isn't it like 3 days before you need to report your harvest yeah so there's people people i mean not all the and you're going to be out of contact so yeah. you have and the 20th, 20th is a
0: friday i'll be back by then yeah we got to talk to the wife oh
4: yeah
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know how
2: they you know how they open it and close it or they'll you know like it's all so it's all probably going to be subject to change as the subsistence hunt happens. Yeah. The result. Yeah. It might be like forty-five and even happening. Bam, done. Like they might even say that. Like you don't even know until.
0: Well, what if in, in five six one, you know how many people did they say have it? Twenty-nine. Uh, Two thousand people, or uh, twenty-nine, and let's say.
1: Twenty-nine hundred, yeah.
0: On, if you don't have to report for till day three, and on the opening day, a thousand of them get killed, then what? Does that yeah. ruin the quota for everyone else?
3: Well, you think a thousand people are going to be hunting on that? He was just saying day? theoretically,
2: like if no, that happened.
0: no, I mean, let's say <gasps> half the people go, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and they get them all, and they within day three or before you report the hunt, say, and just the just actual reported kill huh? is a thousand, you oh, know, yeah. then does that not go down the line, and the people behind them are screwed?
1: I don't think so. They didn't do that 2 years ago or 3 years ago. cuz they over it ended up being over harvested from what the reported quota would be or the expected quota. The quota they wrote and the actual harvest was higher and they didn't change the 485 and 562 no. on that.
0: Interesting. Either way, I'd I'd keep that number close, you know, and be calling because if you're not going till the 14th and it opens the 10th, you might not be able
1: to go yeah it also makes you like want to rethink changing your strategy because when that happened three years ago i was like oh maybe i'm just going to do 485 from now on yeah but then we had such a healthy herd i went back to the 561 you know last year they're encouraging encouraging people to take cows so it was like for sure when i when i you know submitted my stuff this uh last winter i was like this is guaranteed yeah you know in my mind um, because people that like us that are going to be sheep hunting, if, if it's these small quota numbers, we're never going to get our animal. Yeah. Um, anyway, some interesting. And that's too
0: bad if you're on a draw like I did and got the 45 or even worse for out of Or there's only half oh, right. 25 of them Yeah. and you just, yep. you're just out of it. You know,
1: yeah. I, I was really surprised to see that out of state option this year. That's the first time, right? Yeah. Um, just cause the local community counts so much on that herd. It's like yeah. basically like from Anchorage, the only Southeast or South Central, like the only drivable herd that yeah. you can just go get a permit for.
2: Now, is that the 25 that they're giving out? The Is that 475? There's right?
1: 50 they give out and 25 is the quota for All the right. non-resident. So I wonder if that opens a, on like the same day on the 10th. I think it opens the same day as the 45. Oh, the
0: on the 20th? 20th? Yeah. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: which isn't like a substantial amount. Of, it's not like, oh, they're taking twenty-five permits away from the residents. I mean, it is twenty-five permits that a local resident could have had. Yeah. But at the same time, it's twenty-five permits.
1: Yeah, it's not like what's happening in the Chugach.
2: Right. For not, sheep. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. It's not. It's not. Not even close. And, and, it,
0: and, and it's saying now that yeah, that yeah. That the goal is yeah. is is switching from reducing the herd to stabilizing it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm sure it goes up and down, you know, yeah. and those mm-hmm. counts and stuff like that, and, and 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 leading into the youth hunt that me and you just went on, mm-hmm. you know, in unit 13 there with Kennedy yeah. and my son and still our whole family open right now actually still here on open third yeah yeah it almost makes you want to go back out
2: yeah I considered that um, so uh, you know we can go short story long long story short however you want to do it uh, we'll brief it it was a great uh, experience I literally just got home tonight at like 7:30. And parked the truck and then unloaded <laughs> unloaded, and came straight over here. Um,
1: yeah, you nailed the timing, dude.
2: Oh, man. Well, the construction, man, I got stopped twice. And then that damn stretch on the parks, like in Peters Creek, the uh-huh. area. Oh, my God. It was just another 45 minutes just yeah. crawling through there. I was like, fuck, man, I should have went around. Um, but, no, we did good. I, I actually hauled ass on the Denali today uh, when I, uh-huh. I left camp at 1230 on the head. And uh, there was actually that other group Remember the group uh, The the mom, dad, the other guy and then the boy Yeah They wanted me to stay Because they wanted us to go up to the uh, Around the other side with Uh, them tomorrow On the other side Yeah, because they're going to go fishing today I I, I lined them up I said, go down by the mine and go see if you can catch fish They caught like 100 grayling yesterday Nice So the son's like, I just want to go catch fish Yeah So they're going to go do that today And then they're going to go up there tomorrow morning Go like at 6 a.m. and just go run up in there Like, you guys should come with us I was like, man, I wish I could, you know, because I told them I didn't want to go there, just me and Kennedy alone. Yeah. They're like, well, we'll go together. And I was like, man, that would be great. but And now I kind of regret we didn't go that way, maybe day one, to go see if there was more, some more caribou back there. But uh, I don't
0: know, man. It's so hot.
2: Yeah. We didn't tag out. I mean, we we got in there a day early. We did a scout ride. We found some caribou. We felt like the area was going to be pretty solid. Um, Maybe there wasn't going to be a lot of pressure. And then opening day, we got in there, and there was – there was pressure. There was quite a few other hunters, which is all good, man. They were just dads and parents with their kids. Nothing
0: like it's going to be on the 10th. <clears throat> oh, yeah, no, not yeah. even <laughs> close.
2: No, no. And I mean, everybody's there for the same goal and reason. It's not like, oh, you guys are hunting our area, or anybody was kind of acting like that. It was like just, hey, man, good luck. Get your kid a caribou. Yeah, you yeah. know? So and so cool. we were all kind of in the same area. And sure enough, there was a couple, three or four groups that did tag out day one, and, and there were some sporadic onesie twosie you know cow calves small bulls or single cow you know scattered around running around and i think guys just kind of set themselves up in that back valley in the right place at the right time and they scored a caribou and and from what we could tell the caribou weren't real healthy numbers they're number one they were real scraggly and and like hot and um like what would be the equivalent of shedding for a caribou like where their fur is coming off I think it's yeah. called shedding is it okay and yeah. i mean there i've never seen caribou shed like the those cows we saw were like yeah just the hair was falling off you yeah. know i wonder they're if patchy. that's cuz we
1: had such a, like a cold july and then now it's been super hot yeah
2: they just have like like more body hair on them yeah so i mean it well, was it didn't really uh, get
1: hot till recently yeah
0: that's like when i've been I cold yeah
2: yeah, yeah. 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 i want to say saturday saturday it was like pretty Hot, it was like 65, and then Sunday it was like way hotter than that,
0: dude. It was 88 in the truck.
2: Monday was no, that was that was Monday. No, no, no. Sunday was day one, yeah. Sunday it was, was like hot. 75. Monday was hotter, yes, way hotter. Like, dude, the side by side was making this groaning sound. I was like, it was like, mmm, you can hear the transmission, and I was like, yeah, I think we're just gonna sit on this knob and glass and quit driving around because you could just tell like the machine was making another noise it was just that much hotter yeah a, a dude with the blue argo overheated
4: oh i bet he's like
2: i never overheated my argo i moose hunt with this thing i've never hunted in this hot of weather and so he had to, he had this cowl off and his engine exposed he's like yeah you know so that i mean
0: yeah well my machine did that weird little thing too with we the to power steering yeah, yeah it which just it like never too did hot before. just like stop working the power steering really and turn it off it for blazing, 30 minutes turn back on it was good yeah.
1: that's incredible
2: yeah, we were just crawling over some tussocks, kind of get up on a rise to get a good glance, and and the know, bugs were
0: horrendous,
1: horrendous. Uh,
2: mosquitoes and the horseflies, man, they were so brutal. Full feeding
1: mode. Did I, you have the gnats? All of it. The, it at night, socks? yeah. At night, oh, the, yeah, yeah. The, the, oh.
2: they were out.
0: Just go for your eyes.
2: I can tell you, for anybody that put a caribou down after noon, oh my God. it was going to be gnarly. Especially like man, remember Jason and the daughter down, and oh, they went man, down in the dude. brush, in, and it was like. Like the six thirty at night, area. and it was still like seventy degrees, and they went. You could tell they had gotten a caribou because you know, we saw them down in the field with their orange vest. The dad left. He went to, goes and gets his ranger and goes rides back. This is a group that we met the day before, and he had never been up there, so we told him follow us in. Yeah, follow us in. We'll show you the trail. We go up over here. We'll get to here, and we'll split up, and you guys do your thing. We'll do our thing, yeah, and they yeah. got a caribou. So it was really awesome. cool. Yeah, we were so happy for him. And uh, but he went down in that low brush, dude. Oh, man. I bet they were just bug bitten and. uh, Uh,
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I would have had to bust out that head net.
2: It it was head net worthy. Yeah. And a thick shirt because the horse flies will bite through your t shirt. But it was so hot you couldn't. No, you you would just be sweating. Oh, Oh, man, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So, needless to say, um, as far as caribou, it was quiet. Um, We did see a grizzly sow and two cubs. Big, beautiful, healthy grizzly sow with her two cute little, you know, Tiny little cubs out running around. She was hunting the squirrels. You could see pouncing on the yeah. tundra and showing them how to do that. And then she's woofing on the blueberries. And we saw her in the morning and then she bedded and then she got back up in the evening. Saw some moose. Um again, saw some sporadic caribou running around. Never got a like an opportunity or really found a, a caribou that we really wanted to take. But um great camping trip, great riding, great scenery great company daniel brought his boy mateo 10 years old my daughter's 12 they kept each other company because 14 hours out there on the trail is a long day for anybody let alone a kid last three hours man we we drug it out i mean they kennedy told me on the drive home tonight she's like dad me and mateo were like we wanted to go but we were like we didn't want to you know whine so we didn't want to tell you guys the
0: rules of the kids there's no whining yeah yeah and so they just sucked it up yeah. yeah. And literally when we took a nap there and it's just like two hours of like Yeah, it's I no whining, seat, be safe, seat. have
2: fun And there's, this, there's three rules, that's it And then they really abide by the no complaining I mean, yeah. they do not complain They like really hold that rule to heart And, and they did really, really good And um, we still had a really good time And, and you know, I, I got no complaints I Kennedy learned a really valuable lesson, I think, this round That, you know, you don't always harvest an animal when you go hunting and that the conditions in Mother Nature can dictate a lot of what you're doing out there. Right. Whether it be bad weather, snow, rain, cold, um, bad seas, um, in this case, really hot weather. And yeah. you can still hunt in it. Is there still animals around? Yeah, you know, there can be. But um, it's very challenging. I mean, honestly, I think I would have sat up there in a couple drizzly storms passing by in the wind over that hot. I yeah. mean, honestly, because then there might have still been at least some animals moving around. Um I guess you know, you pick your poison when it comes to. Some well, it was sort of a really good lesson about. they learned, you know, patience. Yeah. I mean, it's, oh, man. it's
0: the most, one of the most important things of hunting. You got to be patient. Sometimes yeah. it takes a long time. Yep. And even more, a lot of the times you don't get something.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah. You yeah, know, that's actually what happens more times than not. Yeah. And it's totally okay. I mean, it just wasn't our year. And you talked about maybe going out. I thought about maybe doing a, a, a last minute run, maybe, you know, play hooky Thursday last day. Go run up to Eureka, right? Maybe we can leave Anchorage at like 536, run up there, go punch in a couple 20 miles, catch a caribou slipping, right? I I checked the weather. It's 82 degrees in Eureka on Thursday. Oh, man. Yeah, that's incredible. I think we'll just kick it. Kennedy's grandma wants to take her out for dinner. I'm like, yeah, That's okay. She's like, Dad, it's going to be hot Thursday. like, yeah. She's telling me she doesn't want to go but won't say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. "Yeah, I'm not going (laughs) to push it. But, man, what a great trip. Your family came. Yeah, it was Poppy, awesome, mommy, man. Poppy, the, the in-laws, and like, oh, man, dude. Big Alexia, group. her sister. and It was amazing. Uh, Saturday, we did the scout ride, so we took Daniel's wife, Alexia, and his sister-in-law. Nice. Uh, Janessa, um, in the side-by-side. Avid at, listener, by the way, from oh, San Diego. every De- single listen one, Listen to San man. Diego, listen yeah. to every
0: single podcast. Yep. Oh, Shout oh, out to, to Janessa young. She
2: likes it, man. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, no, they got to come in, and, um, you know, she had been born and raised in Alaska, never really been in the back country, though. And, you know, Daniel's gone home and told Alexia endless stories of the Unit 13, you know, area right. and hunting and stuff. And so they jump in the back of the side-by-side, and it's the first time I've ever had a full load of, like, pretty much adults in there. Yeah, yeah. On fairly technical riding, creek crossings, steep poles on mm-hmm. rocks, nothing really, like, Beaver really dangerous. Pond. Beaver ponds. yeah. And, uh, man, it did really good, and they had a great time. It was almost like a safari for them. Yeah, yeah, totally. And we had a little... Uh, uh calf caribou come running right out of the brush right on the trail about 30 yards in front of us run up to us and kind of stopped and looked at us like oh you're not my mom yeah gave us the "Mm." she kind of of barked at us and the kids were just like (laughs) that was the coolest thing ever that little caribou came up and you know we saw caribou running around and then you know it was just the overall experience when you look at it as a in a whole to what a trip is when it when it's the drive the preparation which kennedy was a part of packing the gear the whole thing the drive up the the first night which was awesome it was a friday night there was no pressure to get up early next day we partied had a big fire the kids stayed up late um to the the ride the the scout day to the opening day to you know the very end you guys left we decided to kind of relocate our camp just her and i went out me and my daughter just the two of us, which was really nice after doing the group thing yeah, to have a day and an evening with just, just too. us two mm-hmm. and the conversation we had and, and she's changing, you know, she's 12, 13. And it's like, there was a real cool, like kind of a connection that happened that I wasn't even really prepared for yeah, yeah. in the experience. So, I mean, look, it, yeah, you want to take a care of, you want to take an animal, but it's all good, man. We had a great trip. It'll be a memory forever. Learning lesson. So many things to take from it. Um, positives across the board as far as i'm concerned so, yeah it was great good trip. Yep. it was fun had a good time
3: get your kids out there it's yeah that's right. get your kids
2: that's out right there. that's right so. jake yeah yep. yeah let I, them learn
0: I, let them learn that patience mm-hmm.
2: yeah i love it man it's it's a lot of fun and I, I i was like so committed to being patient i was like man i'm just gonna like really focus on being a patient parent this trip because i'm always just kind of i'm not high strung but i'm just like <laughs> I'm just. I'm always want things to be a certain way, or I'm. Uh, you know what I mean? And yeah. like this time, I was like, man, I'm just gonna be cool and loose, and like let this be fun, and try not to be too yeah. camp counselor, you know, about it. And yeah, it was. It was awesome. It was like way more enjoyable that way. We just chill. Yeah. Well,
0: it's more enjoyable for the kids too. And that was one yeah. thing. We when our kids were young, and we knew that obviously we're not, we're gonna continue to do these trips and all these outdoor things and and that was the conversation I had with Alexia I was like listen I want this to be so fun for the kids they can't wait to go because there's minimal rules they can stay up late they can yell they can throw rocks they can eat whatever they want be kids Be kids, and like don't nag on them and just like have more you it's a work of patience for yourself as well to let them go get dirty and all this stuff and just know you brought extra stuff and extra clothes and if it's wet they're gonna get wet they're gonna get dirty they're gonna get hurt you right. know They're gonna be hungry They're gonna get hot They're gonna cry They're gonna You know All this thing And it's just like Be prepared for that And the more fun You make it for them They're gonna yeah. wanna go right. The next time yep. You know Not yeah. be like oh, I don't wanna You know It's yep. not fun
1: And then they get to feel The full spectrum Where they only get to see A little piece each year You know I think yes. that's really important Yep Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it might have been nice not to, uh, you know, gutter their, I guess, second animal in that heat, because I could just imagine the bugs, like, turning off these youth hunters. I'm telling
2: you, man. You know.
0: That would have been the quickest caribou we broke down ever.
2: Yeah. I mean, I was, like, gut it, cut it in half, and throw it in the back of the side-by-side and strap it down and just get out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Clean that damn thing on the meat on the on the, on the on the uh, <laughs> on the snow machine trailer when it's like two a.m. with some headlights on. So yeah, I mean, yeah. literally, yeah. I I thought about it because if you want to keep meat protected and clean for a very short period of time, I found when it's hot, which this sounds weird, but I found keeping the skin on it just for a little bit we'll keep the flies from flying on and setting their larva and getting the maggots on there yeah I once killed a a moose September 1st and it was 70 degrees and I I laid that thing down on a tarp went to hack the other quarter off took like 20 minutes flopped that thing up there was sacks all over that meat just like that I was like whoa dude like Hmm. I mean I can't do this any faster I mean this is getting done I mean, it needed to be, like, cut off skin, put yeah. in the bag right away. Usually, yeah. I lay yeah. them out, let them kind of, like, yeah. air yeah, out can't. before you put them in a, was a, a game bag right away. Yeah. But, and then, so, um, my boy Lance cut the other one off. was like, just leave the fur on, and we'll just set it on the tarp face yeah. down. And then, once we're done, we'll get down and then peel it open. I'm like, oh, that's a pretty good idea. So, he left the hide wrapped on yeah. it. As long as you yeah.
1: get that that quarter off, yes, then yes. you can leave some of that hide yeah. on it. and but he was if talking you like a couple hours, but yeah. you're gonna lo- You're gonna get that bone rot quick. Yeah,
2: yeah. It was just and that heat. I learned, and then the, this trip, I was like, you know, Kennedy and I killed a caribou at like you know seven o'clock last night. I was like, oh, man. It would have been brutal. we would have been down there for two hours in the bugs. Yeah. You know, I was all like, right. I was willing to get it done, but I was. Okay that it didn't get done. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, you know, it was, it was all right. It was all right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So we'll keep moving. All right. But,
1: the The other interesting thing is like the hunting in the heat. And it's something that we're not really used to here, you know, yep. but you talk to the dudes down in the South and, you know, my, my dad uh, grew up in Wyoming hunting. And on those hot days they take the afternoon off right right i think in alaska we're so deep and we're like just okay we're here we're gonna get it that we still like are out there hunting or hiking in that heat and it's just like we it's a a hard lesson for us to learn but once you learn it it makes your day way easier because then you're like refreshed for that evening hunt yeah where and that's when the animals are going to come out is when it's dark you know right before
3: dark when i grew up uh learning how to hunt in georgia We would only hunt from like 4 a.m. to 7 a.m. And then you would take the rest of the day off till like 5. Yeah. And then you'd go out there. Yeah. Go home, go home and take a nap, watch college
2: football, and then go back out, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And
3: yeah, you would take a nap and hang out, have some good lunch, and then you're back out there in the evening. But the hogs weren't moving either. Neither were the deer. Yep. You know, so maybe we got to learn that up here on these hot days.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard to like, Go through all the preparation and then get out there and then just waste like ten hours of the day. Yeah. It's hard to like mentally be like, okay, I'm just gonna stay down here. We didn't leave this the the trail leave for the trail yesterday until like three. That's and you nice. guys are two thirty, after you guys left, we like still chilled. We had you know we sat in the shade for another forty five minutes. And I was like, you know what? We'll just go a little later. That way, we'll burn an hour and a half riding up while it's mm-hmm. hot. Yeah. But, guys, man, I got up, we got up there at, like, 530, and it was still hot as shit till like, yeah. almost 10. Yeah. You know, when we finally got back, it was, like, I jumped out. I was changed, put a flannel on, and I was, like, sweating, trying it, to make a fire. I'm, like, Jesus Christ. It hit
0: 91 driving through the I believe wow. it. It
2: was 78 today, so. Yeah. Yeah. Just intense heat. Uh, it was intense heat. crazy.
1: Yeah, yesterday but, was a really nice day.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was beautiful, just not hunting weather. <laughs>
3: yeah. Oh, it was that's right. beautiful. That's all. That's all. it, was how it is. It's not often you ask for rain and clouds in Alaska. That's yeah, right. I know
2: exactly. Well, Jake, I I caught cell phone. You know, I was on my way back, and I I flashed Instagram when I got to the studio tonight, and I saw an awesome picture of you out, which looked like it was out in the Sound deer yep. hunting. Yeah, great photo, beautiful scenery, yeah. green, lush, blue water, yeah. but probably hotter than hell, huh?
3: Yeah, that is exactly <laughs> why I don't think I saw a deer. <laughs> <you know? laughs> It was crazy hot Especially on top of the mountains Where you can't find any shade Oh yeah it Just blares Was there any wind you. either Like just any breeze Like slight breeze
2: Not enough to like Cool yeah. you off no, Off no, Not at all No Sweat fest Ready
0: for the um, <laughs> Gear review? The topic Yeah Got a little off track there for about. Three oh, years. I just
2: wanted to ask because I, I happened to catch that and he was a uh, heat with our issue too. Another yes. hunter that experienced uh, too hot of conditions to um, yeah to even bother trying to kill something. So, but in
0: good news, I heard of the Kenai was popping. Oh, was it oh,
2: for Reds? Yeah. And yeah. trout,
0: caught oh, had some monster. A lot of numbers
3: came up today. Yeah,
0: the numbers were in cra- crazy. That would have been oh, the, 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 the weekend.
3: Yeah, so the so the the number the fish numbers are pushing through though. I think it was like eighty-seven thousand yesterday, and then wow. like in the hundreds today. So that's wow. crazy. Wow. That's like yeah. two
2: weeks later than it used to be when it was hot, hot. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah,
1: yeah we uh, the family unit got a hundred and three. Mm. So the greater family uh, yeah. on yeah. Tuesday. It was really, really good then, and the numbers just keep on going up.
2: Wow, cool! All
4: right.
0: So, still efficiencies and not quite. Yeah, season yeah.
2: I'm there. supposed to go. I'm supposed to go Saturday just for a nighter, one overnighter. On Saturday, I think I'll go just to get a line white. I haven't, I haven't snagged a red all year, and so yeah. it will be a good, good, you know, time to go out and floss and.
0: Well, Saturday is the thing.
2: Saturday is the, the thing. The rodeo. Oh yeah, where we do. Going down?
0: All right, I'm going to go with Mateo. Oh, are you? People okay. listen to this, it's already passed, so it don't matter.
4: Yeah,
2: yeah, true.
0: true. <laughs> yeah, Daniel's already won. I already or won I the derby. If you listen to this, I already won the derby. <laughs> yeah. Probably Mateo. Mateo was already won. Yeah. Mateo won the yeah. derby, and uh, thank you very much. Yeah. Got the big check.
2: Dad got second place.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Jackie, you want, you want to? Uh, we're going to jump right into the bino uh, harnesses and the overview, and the idea of this overview of different gear things we're going to do, is not really tell you like what's the best what's the one you should buy or we're just going to tell you what we use and what we like about it and then each person will kind of go around and and say what they have and what they use and what they like about it or wish was better or different Um, we're not promoting any certain company Um, we're not sponsored by any of these companies Uh, so we're just going to say hey this is what we got this is what we're using this is what we like this is where you can buy it this is what it costs Vice versa. And today's topic is bino harnesses. We're gonna start off with bino harnesses, and then we're gonna proceed to other ones, boots, backpacks, and things like that. Um, so this is one that you're pretty gonna, maybe gonna want to watch on our YouTube page. Um, if you're not a subscriber yet on our YouTube page, Alaska Wild Project, go please subscribe. That's very helpful for us, um, and so that you can see what we're talking about when we're handling this gear. Yeah, real quick. Um, Jackie, you want to press a little zoom on that uh yeah. recorder here and I'll get talking to uh the first uh bino mm-hmm. harness we got. Um so I uh I used to have the uh, one of the original QU Bino harnesses, um, but I ordered the wrong size when I got it. So my ten by forty twos were always flopping around in there.
2: Oh, you had like the a twelve by fifty large yeah. one. Oh, okay, I remember that. Yeah
0: and so i ended up uh getting these new ones i this i am rocking the marsupial binocular pack um i purchased this at barney's um they're on in, in anchorage Barney sports uh, Barney chalet on sport chalets. chalets on short, sport, short sh- 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 sh-
4: sh- sports, chalet. Chalet. sports chalet? Yep.
0: yeah well, that's, that's a pretty cool name um yeah. so he has these marsupial gear uh bino harnesses there and this one's i want to say a couple years old at least a year or two old um, so this one right here holds my 1040, 10x42s. The one thing that I like really is the comfort level of this. Um, this These straps are a lot thicker than some of the ones if you were to go get a brand new. I bought Mateo some Leopolds, mm-hmm. so he had something, and it comes with a little bino harness. And so I was looking at his versus mine and what the main differences are. And obviously the quality of the material is a lot better. Um, and the thickness of these um of these straps that go over your shoulder yeah, so it's like st- some padding there. Yeah, there's like a yeah, little I bit of mesh that. there so it kind of creates that that airflow in there so yeah. it's not too sweaty mm-hmm. on your shoulders. And then on this backside as well, you have the mesh um, so that it's not so sweaty on your on your chest. And you also have a little 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 pocket here that pulls out so that you could put whatever. I have nothing in there right now because it's so tight to my chest. I think if it was something that was pokey, it might like dig into my chest. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got the two stretch side pockets where you can put different things, as you'll see, as these guys have their in reaches and stuff like that. I just keep my little cleaning tool here, this little lens pen um, to kind of clean off the binos. And on the front, I have it has this zipper where this is where I keep, uh, you know, my tags. I got it in like the Cabela's, you know, whatever. And sure. you can keep your little keep tag. It's not a lot powder. of space. You yeah. can't put too much in there. There's not a lot of stretch right there.
2: Okay.
0: Um, but enough so you can put some something in there. Yeah. And a lot of people maybe on the side would put uh the little puffer, you know, for wind yeah, the wind, wind indicator, yeah. indicator yeah. thing. Yeah. Um and so I, I might start actually clipping my uh, like you'll see with these guys, clipping my um Oh, that's what I do. I keep some uh, Snickers in the side. <laughs> 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 some candy. <laughs> Eating Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> a little snack. Yeah. You never know. You got me a little hungry. Yeah. <laughs> and what I really like about these, is they're not, they're not very bulky. Um, mm. and, and this is a preference thing. Some people like a lot of pockets and a lot of, and a lot of stuff on their chest where I don't really like too much right there. I like it to kind of be slim and not more weight on my front. So these are really slim and, and tight. And there's no play in, in the bino in there They like fit perfect. Um, and the one thing that I like the best is this magnetic seal and the way it opens. These bino harnesses open towards the, f- towards the front. Mm. And so then they have this little magnet that latches it in right there, right on the back side. So it's easy with this little tab to pull it out one handed, you so
2: that's, know, that's really reverse versus, uh, normal design. Design is from the front roll back to yes. the chest. Yeah, yeah. So this on your chest, so you can just like
0: pull it with one hand because let's say you're you know you're holding your rifle or whatever. Or you're
2: looking forward. You're looking,
0: here. and you can just pull it out right now. And then it also has a little magnetic thing on this bottom where this can stay latched on the bottom as well because oh. a lot of times if you're in movement and you want quick access, yeah. whatever you want to keep. It so open. you can pull it open so that you don't have to keep clicking it open and yeah. opening down. And but they're still protected. They're not like gonna fall out of no. there or anything like that. Yeah. And They got a nice little like. uh Almost like a, a felt. F- like a felt or like a mm. fleecy inside, so yes, you're not going to yeah. scratch up these th- anything that you have in there. Yeah. And the original ones, these I want to say these are the second um, gen, second gen. And on the first gen, there was a gap. There was a gap right here. They didn't have this little area right here so that, like, it would get dust and stuff in there. Yeah, or leaves, like,
1: or walking through the brush and it gets on your
0: lens. It's always annoying. Yeah, that
2: stuff will pack up in there, won't it?
0: Yeah, so they ended up putting this, extending this little side barrier there um, so that it's fully enclosed in there. And, I mean, I've been had this thing in rain and water and all that stuff um i did before with my old qu ones have like a little pack cover that i never really used it was like a rainproof thing but it seems like these are pretty waterproof i mean this is a really thick material and it's quiet too so you're not gonna be like making right. noises and stuff like that when you're fear you're crawling Scra-
1: give it a little scratchy oh yeah that's damn yeah you can't quiet.
0: yeah i mean you can barely hear anything there yeah so this is the marsupial uh, binocular pack they got a bunch of different colors obviously and it seems like the new ones on oh, on the bottom they have these little uh mollies right
3: jake yes Molly. we learned that
0: word today yeah. um the little straps that you can connect the carabiner to or something like that on the bottom of them they're called uh, mollies um i don't have anything strapped to that i would assume that you could put a carabiner or you could put your bino harness probably yeah. have like an attachment to the bino harness or not bino harness uh, but a range finder yeah. on the bottom of that yeah mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I don't, I just, I keep it slim and trim. Like they really,
3: not uh, sell little packs for you to attach them? The they do, they I mean, do, and they have them over there at a bear, Barney's. Like a bear spray. Yeah, a, a bear, bear spray would be really maybe, cool, too, there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So. Um,
2: well, I'm looking at the new uh, on the website, and uh, it, so, so I can't hold like, it, notices that the flap is actually now reversed. In no. my, in my, my no, that's oh, okay, no, that's, no, that's flapped down. open. That's yeah, you're right. Okay,
0: my position. bad. Yeah, so it is. It is. seems like the only difference from you're the right. new sure one is. that they have is they added some of those molly straps on the side. On the side yeah. So you have this stretch and you have the little molly strap mm-hmm. on the side so that you can um, so that you can uh, clip whatever you want yeah, to. You're and, absolutely and, right. And as most uh, bino harnesses, they have this, um, these little attachments that go to your chest, and then you can easily disconnect this, you yeah. know, so that if you're just want to let someone else see or something like that or you know you don't need the full Sometimes vinyl harness. you don't harness.
2: Always, you always want them connected. Yeah. You want to have them free you can set them down to the side yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah.
0: And they seem to c- come a long way with, with just this these little yeah, things I that they've added, things. like my first gen of the Q's, I want to say, you couldn't take it off mm. easily. It didn't yeah. have this little clip there. Yep. Um, so it became like they were always attached to the, you'd have to like unstrap the whole thing. And yeah. it was just oh, kind no. of a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so these little like clips is just super bright yeah. and intelligent mm. to do that.
4: Yep. yep.
0: Um, so this is the marsupial gear one. You can go pick it up at Barney's. I'm sure you can go to marsupial.com. Uh, our yeah, yeah
2: their, web, their website's awesome, dude. And yeah. you
1: like this one a lot?
0: I, I really like this one. It's made in the USA, yep. um, which is which is cool, too. Absolutely. Um, it feels durable. I've had them, I want to say, three years now. And they're really comfortable. And they're really light and really slim and really yeah. trim.
2: I like the, they are, their depth is is short. Like yes. They're, they're, they're not, like you said, they don't stick out a lot. Yeah, like
0: put yours next to mine. Like you'd see it's almost like yeah, a, another make, another thickness to it.
2: like bulkier. Yeah. Than that. But yeah. but like,
0: as we said before, it's, you know, it's, it's a matter of a what bit. you like, yeah. you know, you like to have a lot of things in your pockets in the front there. Yes. You know? Yeah, I do. Whereas I, do. I prefer actually on my pack to put more pockets on the hip belt Yeah, and I'll keep mm-hmm. my range finder in there and stuff like that. So that weight is not really like on my chest, you Yeah, know, it's mm-hmm. more like on my hips and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is the marsupial gear one. Um, and then we're going to go to uh, Jake, and Jake's rocking the Alaska Guide.
3: Alaska Guide creations. Um, yeah, this is the Kodiak Cub. Um, it's actually the first, well, second by no harness that I've had. Um, the one I did have before was just straps, and it wore out over time and then had no utility to it.
1: Yeah, but um, it was pretty cool. Like it was like the early models, yeah.
3: Before these like newer ones came out, it right. it had like the the, the first generation of first cord. generation yeah yeah, yeah. A bino harness, um, but this one's uh yeah pretty great. Um, it does have uh, external pockets all over. I don't use these two. Um, I do use uh this top pouch for my Garmin InReach. Uh, I think everybody should uh, always keep your um SOS device within a very close proximity of you. So that's why I use it up here. Um, can check time and whatever. And then I can also put anything else in these stretchy pouches. Um, you know, whether yeah. it be yeah. yeah, just anything, little map or whatever that you have Something to you want have quick, quick access, access to. to yeah. right.
2: That's pretty um, slick. I didn't realize looking at it all this time that that was on the top. That's yep. really, really sharp. And I feel like there's less likely to fall out when it's on top. Like, if you're okay, crawling yeah. and ducking under yeah. alders and doing stuff yeah. versus it kind of being on the side. Yeah. I feel like you'd have to really try to lose it out of that versus it being on the side. I don't know. It
3: seems yeah. pretty slick. And, I mean, it's obviously not meant for this. And I would definitely like it if it was just one, uh, one like, uh, I guess, elastic pouch. Gotcha. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. That yeah. It would actually fit. But I'd just make it work. Sure. Um, yeah, it looks nice Because it does come out, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. Hence the carabiner, though you got yeah. the back up there for yeah. you Little,
3: know uh, dummy cord, yeah, right there. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, it's a uh, front to back. I'm a front to back type of guy, so um, I don't know. It just it works for uh, opening up towards the chest and then comes right open. And I think it kind of just
0: naturally closes. Naturally them. closes, uh-huh. right?
3: Yeah. So even if I was like in the heat of the moment. Uh,
2: didn't think about it, clipping it's,
3: it. Yeah, it's gonna somewhat protect it or catch it, and maybe yeah. I would catch it that way and see. Or protect it
2: from dust when you're riding or whatever. Yeah. Or it still flaps over. Yeah. Right.
3: Do you connect the
1: b- binoculars to the f- like the frame of it or the sh- the, the that like with
3: straps? No. Oh, yeah, I, I noticed don't. that he doesn't um, have those. They did yeah. come with it. Uh, I believe there's there's a connection off of here or whatever on the on the little actual on harness. On the there. actual harness. But uh, the only reason I don't connect it is because of uh, I don't know I got really nice binos so everybody wants to hang out with me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I noticed both you yeah. boys got the yeah. uh, vintage swirls going yeah. on there. Dude. Thanks and to you our guys fathers. Are epic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know <laughs> that like binos yeah. have like those like matte kind of rubber type textured yeah, they're, covers they're on they're them. Like yeah. green you too. guys got those like like a uh, um, like More orange glossy, field textured glossy, glossy, yeah. glossy like. Yeah. The vintage swirls, but yeah. the, probably with the epic glass quality though, right? Yeah, great, oh great goodness. glass for sure. Oh, but I, I like
3: uh, taking them out, and putting them, you know, down to the side or whatever. And I don't want to be, you know, in and out just because of movement. I don't know. It's, it's preference, just, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's yeah, it's right? Right? What's comfortable for you. I don't yeah. want additional lines on me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. lashes yeah. and
2: like th- rings and things for shit to catch it, right. to catch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah.
3: And uh, yeah, so that's mind. just how I am with it. I just put my rangefinder up front. Perfect. Um, now that I'm shooting a compound this year, compounds are pretty much you you wanna be able to peg your exact yardage. Yeah. So yeah. rangefinder yeah. really helps with that. It's nice that that's in the front. You know, most of the b- bino mm. harnesses
1: don't yeah. have that. And for bow hunters, it sucks. They get mm-hmm. that like, separate little package on the bottom,
3: and it's kind of a pain in the ass yeah. to reach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's awesome having that Well, it's that not just an additional right purchase on. either. It's yeah. just part of it. Yeah. 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 Ease of movement. Yeah. Um, what, like, really came of the bino harnesses from, the, like, my military background is the ease of movement, like, with your equipment and, like, having everything in your kit on your front that yeah. you can actually access reload quicker everything like that that's what the bino harness does so like having the having this up front where i can grab it yeah, real that's quick really, and access really really good it. just kind of what i'm used to so yeah that's what i like
2: it's got really rugged stitching and like uh um mm-hmm. and material too like yes, it looks so very very rugged it looks like a
3: cordura uh, cordura, cordura. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep
2: that's what mine are made out of too doesn't yeah.
3: that's i'm not sure what yeah what does
0: it say that this one is it's not cordura yeah. it's like almost it's like, like a,
2: a
3: polyester a- with what? spandex mm-hmm. maybe yeah,
1: yeah. is yeah. It what it looks like
2: yeah i can yeah. look it up here so
1: is that
3: made in alaska it is I, I believe the um guys are out of uh kodiak I'm
0: and one thing years. i noticed on yeah, on on that alaska creations is the width of your um if you pull that out like versus mine versus this one Like, look at this. is It's really thin, and there's not a lot of padding or strap there. With that's got to be really comfortable.
1: Look how wide those are. Yeah, yeah. Additional little straps here.
3: Yeah, and another thing that like does your um does it also sag a little bit? Um, like over time.
0: Yeah, I would say so.
3: Yeah, so I think that's what helps with this wideness, and then this big back piece is that it has a. Ability to grab a hold of something and it doesn't really like fall down to right. your belly at all. It stays up on your chest. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah. It's Maine really America. thick. It's
0: like almost three times as wide as yeah. these straps. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. In uh yeah, made in America. Everything's really well made. It's it's tough. I could fall on this and I could have full faith that uh, my binos would be protected. Um, hey, Brandon,
1: yeah. can you go on the uh, about us and see where they're made?
3: The, the, I'm
2: looking at it right now. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm looking at right now. It looks like a Owen, um, uh, Jarrett Owens, a uh, guide. Uh, is out of uh, California. that has been guiding Alaska forever. Uh, basically designed these uh, vinyl harnesses originally um, just because he was guiding in Alaska. This is kind of like a little message um, or what's uh, about Jarrett right here.
0: We don't gotta read it. Just scroll, scroll down. Yeah. A bit. Uh, oh, these are testimonies from the field.
2: Yeah, yeah. And this There's is his. Uh, like this is his This is it right here. Oh. Mm-hmm.
0: Made in the USA. Yep. Da, 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 Jared Allen's guide and entrepreneur. Yep. He pretty and, much. And uh, what's the map in the back there? Is that Alaska? Let's see. What is that refuge? It says, Wild Refuge, Arctic. Arctic, Arctic. Arctic. Oh, yeah. Wildlife Refuge. Okay. All yeah. right. Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. okay. So yeah, he, I mean, this is a guy who's in the backcountry in Alaska, guiding clients, been through it all, used it all, broke it all, tore it all, damaged it all, lost it all, I'm sure, right? Yeah. Guide in the backcountry. Yeah. He's designed something that he wanted rugged that would last and um, fit his, you know, his specifications. And, and so. this is a
0: smaller one. Looking at their website, they have like bigger yeah. ones that have like more yeah. pockets and yep. more zippers and like, that's probably the one I've seen that has the most... Accessories. Yeah, here's their line guys that can go guys. with it if you um, want to get other other part of it. And you yeah, said you bought this. Got,
2: yeah, they got the Kiss Hybrid Kodiak Cub Alaska Classic Denali, and then it runs into their backpacks. Now, yeah. that Denali looks like the Haas, and looks like Jay kind of went for the um, that medium kind of not too big and bulky. Needed the biggest binos, but like the Kodiak bit Cub tighter. says
1: they're ten by forty two and smaller. So yep. that's pretty yep. common yep. bino. Yep. Yep.
2: Less bulk, less weight, um, you know, but lots and lots of storage. in you know, those side pockets? And then you had mentioned in the back the mesh pocket. That's really cool. I wish mine yeah, had that. Mesh pocket. That's where you put your tags in a Ziploc
3: bag, tags, right? Tags, license, and Ziploc bag, Yeah, so just so cool. they don't get too wet. Um, yep. I would take away these side pockets. I don't use them for anything. Um, That's for uh,
0: Snickers. Yeah, pack uh, yeah, yeah, them be. full of I'll candy. I'll so like start you can <laughs> those in there. Lots yeah. of spirits S- in Sour, in
2: sour now, gummy worms. No, what I could see those getting used for... Um, you know, I don't know. what You shoot. What do you shoot uh, for a rifle when you are rifle hunting?
3: I <laughs> don't <laughs> hunt with a rifle.
2: Yeah, you don't but hunt with a rifle at no. all. No bow. Okay, uh, but well,
0: like, could you put some extra? Brown well, I was
2: thinking some could. ammo or mm-hmm. just something like that in there, just quick, kind of quick access. Um, yeah, and they you know.
3: also make additional pouches for the side. Like yeah. I uh, put my. Uh, Pear spray. spray right on the side, right here. Oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Or maybe like fold up like a nice um, Swarovski loophole vortex, like a, like a clean cleansing cloth that you could fold oh, up yeah. and stick in the yeah. side for wiping down your binos yeah. and stuff.
3: Yeah. 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 I would take away these. Mm-hmm. Um, Streamline and it. One of the things is when I am shooting traditional, having a lower profile like this is a lot better, just because your string comes a little more forward oh, of wow. center. Got and it. then a compound where it's like kind of left of center. Um, so I know a bunch of tread guys that do shoot a marsupial because it is a lot thinner. Yeah, wow. Oh, so, yeah.
2: That's really breaking it down. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. So is that hybrid
1: up there that it's a combination between their lowest pack their smallest pack and then the Kodiak cub? That one doesn't look like it has the side pockets. Yeah. Does
0: it? Oh yeah, maybe not. Let's see.
2: It was a hybrid and these It looks these, like oh, mesh uh, pockets, pocket, maybe. Oh yeah. Oh, mash. that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, they Out went the with zipper a style. Yeah. Well, I don't know when you got those those harnesses, but maybe this wasn't an option then. I mean, they. It was. It was okay.
3: I think I just did uh, not maybe enough research. Yeah. Uh, I
2: mean, those are really yeah. nice. That's a nice harness, though. I mean, there's. there's I love no it.
3: Wood. I absolutely love it. Yeah. It's yeah. A great harness, but. Yeah. Yeah, it's money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and where did
0: you buy that
3: at? You can find them at Sportsman's. I believe you can find them at Cabela's, too, and then uh, obviously on their website. website. Yeah,
2: I could do a dealer search, but I mean, you know, they're...
0: Well, it's nice to be able to go into a store and, like, look at it and try try it on on, and see what you like about it.
3: uh, I know 100% they're in Sportsman's. Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That must be where I've seen them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What if they they have them at Barney's, too? I don't believe so. No. Okay. Exclusive marsupial.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: That's That's pretty it. it's pretty legit. legit. Alaska Guy Creations. Yeah, I love those it. Are,
2: those are really sweet. I just love how rugged built they are. I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, buckles. Mm. Um, all these harnesses we're looking at now have really good buckles, but big, thick, tough buckles. Like I'm good with carrying more material, weight, and plastic on a backpack or some sort of um, back or some sort of pack or a harness that has strong buckles and straps. Yeah. Like, the stuff that can get yanked on and pulled on and, like, you know, it's easy. It, I'm sorry. It's hard to break it. Right. You know, because those buckles yeah. break, you're screwed. Yeah. You know, they, like, kind of make or break the whole thing.
3: So, you're saying more buckles or less buckles?
2: Big, strong, thick buckles. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. Like, I like, yeah. I like, <laughs> like, look how thick those buckles are. They're right. kind of oversized. Heavy, yep. Yeah. You know, like, that buckle doesn't need to be that big for that small of a harness. So it's like a big backpack buckle, but. It's made really strong, yeah. so that God forbid it, grab an alder while you're crawling, and it's not going to break yeah. off or and slam it in your truck door or exactly. something like that. Exactly, yes, yeah. dude, all the above. Like, it's just rugged as hell and just These are blast. also
3: removable, which is something that I'm just learning, but... Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. So,
2: okay, so you can interchange them.
3: Yeah, you can oh. change that up. Oh, that's pretty oh, that's cool. cool. Let's take okay. it off. Um, and then it snaps ow. back together. Yeah. So obviously, if you break it, mate, it's a super easy. Oh, probably Maybe place. they
2: made it for see. Yeah, a guide would create something like that because he's probably broke a buckle. Broke,
0: yeah. yeah, see, I've never
2: probably, broke a buckle, yeah. but
0: does it come with the extra buckle?
3: Uh, I don't believe it did. Okay. Maybe it did
0: because sometimes the back the backpacks will yeah. come with one,
3: an extra belt buckle usually. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's right, the big fat ones.
2: You mean right here? Auto-locking buckle upgrade kit? There
0: you go. There you you go. go. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the main thing I noticed when I went and bought. I thought it through. (laughs) You know, Mateo's little, I bought him some little Leopolds, and and most of the binos now will come with their own little bino harness if you're getting Mm -hmm. vortex or whatever. But that's the main difference is upgrading is you will get the little thin strap, you know, and it's the really thin, uh, you know, buckle it's and it's eventually going to break it's not very comfortable it's digging in his neck yeah you know it's just like it'll get you there it'll get you there and do it but if you're going to be you know going on a hunt you know 30 days out of the year you know it's worth it to to spend a little bit of money to have something that's comfortable something that
2: you really like or or the multiple use of of a harness where you might be wearing them as early as say february on a winter hunt all the way into december on a late deer hunt like you're you're wearing this equipment in all different conditions and climates and, and humidity levels and freeze and thaw and, like, you know, the stuff gets rallied. And if you don't have good quality stuff, and that this is something you're putting on every single day and wearing it all day long.
3: Yeah. So uh, I actually came up with, with for this pack, a one-day survival kit for my plane. I oh. haven't put it to – I haven't tested it yet, but uh, this – just chest harness when I get in my plane I'll put it on my put it on my person with my garment and everything and inside here would be a one day survival kit oh instead of the binos you'll yep. put a whole kit in there yep a survival kit in yeah. It. yeah and uh, so I mean if pilots wanted to have that ability to, to not have their survival kit out of reach or whatever it would just be on their chest so maybe they just had to uh, you know bail out of the plane on a crash landing, it's on fire or something. You get out, and it's all it's on your all body you. right there. Yeah. So, I dig
2: that. That's really cool. What's um, in
3: that kit? Just your, like, food, fire starter, you know, a, a heat blanket, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Knives, yeah. um, and like a handsaw. So Snickers. Snickers, for Snickers, sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> at the side <laughs> pockets where he uses yeah. those for the survival yeah. kit. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah exactly. it's used on the survival kit. <laughs> yeah. But also with the... The thickness of this oh yeah, nice. is um, if it's a float plane, you know those uh, like pole uh, life vests? Yep. I was going to put that, the back connection back here, same as these clips back here and then have it clip up to right here on your hips. So if you go down in a float plane or if you go down in water, you can bail out of your plane. You got your survival <laughs> kit and you got you a life can vest. Pull it, yeah. So, and that would just be detachable. So you got land and sea survival cool. kit. Because I wear my, yeah.
2: um, we we got the name of those things. Um, with the butter safety episode, what were the the pull, um,
4: type
0: three?
2: No, they were the, the <laughs> they're uh, type five self inflating or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, they actually what's cool about those is they do fit comfortably with a bino harness on. Mm-hmm. They're not yeah. like they don't restrict the way you can kind of like put it on. Yeah. Buckle it and then put your vinyl harness on. Or no, I'm sorry, vinyl harness then life preserver. My bad. Other way yeah. around. Yeah. And and it's like seamless. It doesn't interfere the way it buckles, and it's really cool. I like that. Yeah. It,
0: my my son when you when you, I told him I gave him my old one, and he, he didn't know what it was for. I just gave him like that thing without nothing in it. Mm-hmm. He thought it was a fishing thing where you could have oh, it on oh, yeah. and have all your fishing stuff. Yeah. and never have to leave your spot. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, that so like be. instead of the vest, yeah. you know, some dudes rock the, the vest, whichever which is whatever, what but it's just like a little bit more back? snug and yeah. Yeah. you know what I'm saying, you can have all your hooks and all your lines in there. So he started like putting like fishing stuff. I was like, No, that's
3: it's in your workspace, right? <laughs> right. Like yeah. it's in the perfect workspace, which is like right there on your chest, and you grab your little fly box out of there and you're tying your Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. You, could yeah, fit, yeah. you could fit you could fit two beers. You know, (laughs) (laughs) right in the top
0: and still have access to all your little stuff.
1: Oh, (laughs) we should start making paddleboard packs. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Oh, there it is. And they float. Make them floatable.
3: Non alcoholic, (laughs) of course.
0: Yeah. Or it would be cool if it was like this, the whole thing was
3: actually a a life vest as well. Oh, that would be cool. 16 ounce fit in there. Yeah. Let's uh, see. All right, we're
0: doing the full test. Oh yeah, two, two of them. Two of, two of, two of, of them two caribou calls. Okay, so calls. you can put two caribou calls into the <laughs> there uh there it is. There it is, is. Well, snug as a bug, yeah. man. That, that's the, that. there's a survival pack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And then put the life vest thing on it and we're set. Yeah, yeah there you go. Deal. Okay.
0: Deal. All right. Hit us up, guys. We got ideas. <laughs> <laughs> <That> <laughs>
1: we do need a paddle board a pack. Yeah. yeah. Like when's that coming? You know?
2: So would that be like attached to the board? No, No, I I think
1: you'd want it like something where it's like Velcro or, you know, those. Have you seen those new suction cups that won't come off unless you pull them straight up? So maybe it it has that (laughs) and it's just like on the bottom, but like very minimal. And then you can also like pop it on your chest.
2: Have you guys seen the beer tipping thing? That's right. Have you actually known in person? Yeah, I
1: have them for for the pack. Eric has one on in his boat and it was
2: like such a pain in the ass to get the beer off. the. Unless
1: you pull it straight up.
2: That's why I was messing up. I'm like, man, I was just like, oh, you can't my go angle. sideways. Like, no, yeah. like not at all. I just so
0: cool. <laughs> I haven't seen that. That's They're cool. awesome.
2: Yeah. I wasn't a fan, but I was like, you know, we're hitting some rough water and this beer's just like. Really? Yeah. It didn't budge. Just sat there.
1: Have you used those on our boat yet? <laughs> can you put
0: it on the raft? They're I on haven't. the boat. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's suction to the
1: raft
3: to the it tube. It has to be flat. Okay. A flat to make it like work. on a wall. Like, it'll stay on a wall. Yeah. A yeah. Maybe the, maybe so maybe the you have table? a cooler.
1: It'll work on the cooler. Ooh, it works on yeah. the paddleboard. It works yeah. on the side of the railing. Where do you buy those?
3: I Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, we ordered Instagram. ours on Instagram. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it was like an
1: Instagram. We were like talking about this and it shows up in oh, your ad. Okay, right? there you go. It'll yeah. show yeah. Hold up in your ad. Let me pull my yeah. phone up. I there need to go to the yeah. suction. Um, your phone's just listening to things. Yeah. All right. Let's see what it says. Look, Look at your Instagram. Be, like, <laughs> give it 10 <laughs> minutes. It yeah. 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 There it is. In yeah. athletic greens. <laughs>
0: <laughs> athletic greens in there. <laughs> A bunch of Bino Harness ads. <laughs> um, any other things you like or dislike about it?
3: Yeah, just uh, I mean, having a little more low profile would be great if I'm shooting traditional. Um, but other than that, it's been the perfect harness. I I don't think I'll I'll change away from Alaska Guy Creations. So. It's really cool. Uh, that shout from out the to them. Too. Uh, They yeah. make solid gear. So yeah,
0: yeah. That's a that's oh. a really good idea though for the emergency. Yeah, I really need to put black. it
3: together. I've been kind of slacking and not putting it together, but I think uh, it would help out the community. And I think people would be pretty receptive to it. So yeah, uh, it'll happen. Now it'll happen sooner that we talk to it yep, about that's it. it. No, Before I'll someone it. steals my idea, yeah. You're right? <laughs> <laughs> you got a week, buddy. Yeah. Well, with all
2: real quick too, with all the accessory options that it has, you could attach some more stuff to it. Looks like um, to include like your holster for your pistol and the, some other things that you could add to that little survival kit. Yeah. Um, yep. To get you a night or two out there if you had to and. Cool little like hydration pack. There's a lot of really cool stuff, man. That's a really I'm, I haven't really looked into these guys much, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go full geek. Yeah. So <laughs> see that that
3: picture right there is almost perfect for what I I would need for like my maybe my next one slim little slim slimmed down, down version. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, yeah. yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: That's cool. I think oh.
3: that's that hybrid yeah. one.
0: Well, you know, you can fit a lot of Treehouse stuff in there. So speaking about that, let's go ahead and give a shout-out to the Treehouse AK, uh, your one-stop dispensary located at 341 Boniface Parkway. Be sure to ask the bud tender about their deal of the day because, honestly, there's always something good on deck. And, guys, listen. This is where the culture lives. At The Treehouse, their dedication to servicing consumers has been developed through a lifetime of involvement in the cannabis culture. They're committed to providing the highest quality products at whatever value your budget affords, while always maintaining the deep-rooted principles that have carried them this far. Their focus is on the relationships over transactions, and you can always depend on them to treat you with the respect you deserve. Hit them up at thetreehouseak.com, and remember, you must be 21 years old. To enter their store, you could probably put a a bunch of pre-rolls in there, huh? Uh, Yeah. That pre-roll box right there. Now I know what I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna have right there, and it's also a wind indicator, you know.
3: Yes, exactly. That might hurt your (laughs) hunting more than uh, the heat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just start
0: blowing smoke everywhere. Yep. Yeah, we'll save that for the teepee when we get the teepee action going in. Yeah. Nice Um, We want
1: to jump into uh, Yeah So we should have ordered these And put them in the bag But Serrano's Mexican Grill I love their uh, Serrano's Burritos We order them from Canning Day Often You could put probably three in there
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, they're big.
1: They're big. big. That's a one burrito harness. I think you could get get two foiled up tight. You know, it's like day one on your sheep hunt. You put binos in the backpack and carry one of those for your, like, morning snack and Mm -hmm. another one for, like, late morning snack they always seem to sit well with me You
0: just put the little hand warmers in there too to keep them warm oh yeah a <laughs> little hot hands i love it that's <laughs> gonna happen now or, you
2: know just one guy has the binos the other guy has the burritos you just be like, hey he's got breakfast he can see the animals there you good. go yeah <laughs> you leave for, for some hot sauce
1: it's uh my personal go-to for authentic mexican food in my bino harness it's anchorage's own new generation of casino Recipes are inspired by their rich heritage and family know-how. All ingredients are made in-house. They have a new tequila bar on their Northern Lights location. There's two locations, Tudor and Northern Lights. The Tudor one is supposed to get a bar soon. Follow their food truck location on Instagram. And you can check out their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com.
2: Tailored Restoration 24-hour emergency home services helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling, including burst pipes, overflowing toilets, down trees, fires, pet accidents, and vandalism. Tailored has an emergency response number with trained professionals available to help you anytime, day or night. You can reach them at their Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, and or Fairbank offices. Uh, Google and hit their number up. You can also find them at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. So, good stuff on the vinyl harnesses so far. Um, you know, Yeah, Google, we're not going
0: to drag it out too long. we got two no. more vinyl harnesses that we, um, that we use, and they're all different. And so that... Yeah. People can get an idea of what it is that we're using and what's going to be best applicable applicable, applicable. for them, applicable. you know, yeah. if you like a lot of pockets and you want to put a lot of stuff right there. Especially, I would think, if it's, like, a really hot day and you don't have your jacket and your pockets on and your cargo pants or whatever, and you kind of want to put everything into the, um, the one so you have everything set, maybe mm-hmm. the bigger Alaska creation or Alaska guy yeah, yeah. would be good.
2: Yeah, I think, like... The application is for the person and their preference. Like the, all the brands seem really, really good. Um, Kuyu, Marsupial, Mystery Ranch, Alaska Guide Creations, even the more inexpensive, um, the the Vortex loophole kits. Like you mentioned earlier, they, the the that come with a harness. You know, yeah. If you're uh, just
0: bringing the kit out kit. for a couple days, and that's perfect. You don't need to go buy I mean, I a ninety dollar harness.
2: Yeah, Matteo had the loopholes and Kennedy had the vortex. You know, uh, got her a, a set of crossfires. You know, not not too crazy expensive entry level binos, and they came with a harness. And you know, it's a one size fits most. She's a twelve year old girl. She's you know about a hundred and maybe five pounds. She's you know five six. She's a pretty good sized kid and. I adjusted those things a little bit and put them on her, and we tweaked a few straps. And before you know it, man, she wore those things all day. Yeah. And they never bothered her. And you know, those aren't breaking the bank, expensive, you know, super name brand, you know, um, setups. But um, and I know guys use them, and you don't have to go. You, you look, the sky's the limit when it comes to spending on this stuff. You know, yep. you can spend two hundred bucks or you can spend sixty nine bucks. You know, whatever you want to do, but. I think you find what's comfortable, you I think you find what fits your your style for utility and your budget. Function and bu- budget number one, I think that's the yeah. first thing you really look at. Uh, and, and, you, and don't then, no, mean, yeah, you don't need it. I let's be clear. Yeah. You don't need a bind harness. I, I mean you it can beats. You just put the it on hell, around your neck,
0: you know, or put it in your backpack and pull it, it out beats when you need It beats the hell
2: out of those days where you just drug a pair of binoculars on a strap just dangling on your neck and you know, then I went from like dangling them to like swapping them, kind of like at an angle, so at least they were like under my arm. Yeah. And then they were still like banging, and then I even had a pair that dangled under my my forty four, and then it would like it like ended up scratching the lenses. It was kind of weird, and I was like, "Man, what's the what's the solution?" And then yeah. vinyl harnesses. I'm like, "Oh my god." Yeah, it was game changer.
0: I do want to mention. I, I saw the um, Ebeler stock. Eberle, God, I can't talk to stock, yeah. Um, and stock. they have where you can put in your your handgun um, in the back. Oh, it has like a, a space black. between, yeah. and it has like a mesh on the backside, so you can have your handgun on oh, your chest. Because a lot of times, if you're if you're not the hunter and you're bringing your handgun, and you have the chest harness, and you can't, you got to choose one or the other. You know, you can't have the chest harness and Corner the vinyl hole harness. Hole and they kind of found cool a way. That is, yeah. Oh, like with having the, the yeah. with the pistol in there. Yeah. I don't know. I've ne- I've never haven't seen one. I just saw an ad for it, and I thought it was a cool, different, new idea. Yeah. You know, I thought that'd be cool for the fishing one.
2: Here's yeah. a pretty cool image you know? right here, dude. Putting his pistol in behind. It's a giant vinyl harness, though. You know, you look at like that functionality and lightweight. Like that's really really cool. Like, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's a pretty sweet. Look it, how big those, oh, those are. Those are huge. Huge, yeah. It's like the size of an iPad. Like just Wow, yeah. Massive. It seems well,
3: like that um, would get in the way a lot. You definitely couldn't bow hunt with that. That second one to the right up top, like, look at the angle of the weapon as well. Oh, like, right, 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 right into, into his gut. gut. Oh, man. Yeah, that's man. unusual. Do you no. not like that?
2: Well, yeah, I think it's more, like, straight down, so it's it is still kind of oh, yeah, going okay. down. No. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's it still get your abdomen. Oh, there. he's yeah. pulling it mm-hmm. away from his body. Okay. Yep. Yeah.
0: It's a cool idea. I mean, it looks like there's still room for improvement. Yeah. Yeah. It's a massive,
2: massive, bulky looking type thing. But like um, I said,
0: if you want a bigger thing and, and you can't have both, you can't have your your your, yeah, your yeah. you know, a lot uh what's the uh diamond D. Diamond D, yeah. And the other, you can't have both. I mean it's yeah. a good way to combine. I, it I wear
2: my, I wear mine together, actually. This is why why I love my my bottom harness. Um, is because I can put my diamond D. I got it sh- like strapped purple. lower. Yeah, so it's right on my abdomen, and then the barnal harnesses are right above, so I have quick access to the pistol, and I got my binos. You know, okay. I don't ever like to carry both like that. That then the pack I'm like sixty pounds, seventy yeah. pounds. Yeah, But I mean, if I'm solo, that's the only time I've actually worn them in tandem. I was got it. By myself, yeah. but. When we were in Kodiak,
1: oh. I I rolled with my – my my holster is from the Valley. It's an Alaskan model. They have it at Sportsman's. It's awesome. It's highly flexible on where you put it on your body. Mm-hmm. But I just put it a little higher oh. than I would normal, and then I kick it to the side a little, and I can grab it, and it doesn't interfere with my – Oh, arms. so you do
0: the above.
2: Yeah. Wow, oh. that's neat. Yeah. yeah, two different perspectives on how you can carry your pistol. And I think it's it's like you play with it. You You find – I do want to carry my pistols sometimes yeah. and my bino harnesses. I, I would say you're going to ha- always have your binos on, and sometimes have your pistol on your person that way, right? Like especially you're not always when you're have bow it.
1: hunting, yeah. Like you want to have a. I like to carry a pistol. Jake doesn't, but yeah, well, that well, makes sense yeah. that you'd want to carry well, when a I firearm, did, yeah, because yeah. you
2: don't have any like legit protection from bear charging or something like that. Yeah. Well, uh, well, like when we went on the spray. sheep hunt
0: and I wasn't, I was just filming and and. Not carrying a rifle, I, w- I had my hip holster and I put it on the hip, um, oh, of, you're, you're, of my pack. Yeah, oh. um, which was awesome. that worked a, out good. And, and I'll bring and when we do the pack one, I'll bring it in already all set up so people can see. So that way you don't have the w- there's no like weight on your chest because you have to have this on. Yeah. Um, and it's it's not like a digging weight. It's not in your belt line. It's you on the outside it, right? on your yeah. on the outside of your pack. And then right. that way you can have this and that and it's it's just not interfering with each other yeah um but then you got to have the hip holster versus the chest one
2: right yep
0: well let's get into the um yeah. let's get in the jackies here
1: yeah so um i was not a believer in the vinyl harnesses i think i was a, like the last one of this group at least for, probably for sure to jump into it um i'm just kind of a minimalist in general and um mm. mm-hmm um like for example I don't own a pair of gators and so for this hunt that I'm about to go on Brando uh lent me a pair of his older ones yeah um I want to try them out but um but that's because I've seen this you know the success from you guys and you know you you guys have proven it in the field that it works and helps so it's like, like well okay now I'll try it well I didn't believe that at all for the bino harnesses I thought they were kind of a gimmick and uh at the time they were really bulky all the ones we have here in front of us are really small um at the time they were way bigger uh and they hadn't been refined so it was like that first generation of the kuyu ones were were, were at that time and you'd go look at like the reviews on rock slide and there was like all this stuff like why don't they do this why don't they do that kind of stuff and then um i think what changed me is so what i always did is i had like the big um at the time i was running binoculars that had like a nice strap and um it was probably about 14 inches long and two and a half inches wide and super comfortable. So I didn't mind it. And I just keep that on your backpack where you have that chest strap. I just keep it under it and it just seemed to work. Okay. And then when we got into big mountains, I would always pull off my left, my left shoulder strap and then run it like diagonal across my body. Um, So like my, the binocular would be like under my armpit. So my arm was through it and my neck. And so I always had like a a lot of leash and I always thought that was fine. But then when we were, Jake and I were on a goat hunt one year and, uh, it just, it was rubbing me. I didn't like it. And then it started getting fogged up more than I I was used to. Um, and then Jake had that, you had your old one then that was all that like elastic cord and just watching like how light that was, how simple it was. And he was able to like keep his binoculars from getting fogged out and just handy, and you could let them go, and they'd still be on his chest. Now, that one wasn't in a case or anything, and I, I kind of like that flexibility. So then when Kuyu came out with the Pro Harness, and Daniel had told me all the things that he didn't like about the old one, and then I'd read all this stuff on Rock and then they had addressed those issues, um, I was willing to like, give it a try, and I've been incredibly happy. So I bought this set, a suit. It was like the first day that the first season that the pro came out. Um, I think it was right after our goat hunt, hunt at a Homer. Uh, and I really like it. So one of the features I like the best um, is the, the front pull down like the marsupial. Now it's a little different. Um, it doesn't have the magnet. It just pulls out. And then there's some cord in there that's tied to a uh, malleable like aluminum or something that's in, inside so you can form the binocular, um, pop around your binocular to help with size and to like hold it in. Um, so I really like that feature because a lot of times I'll pull it down and the only thing that's sticking up is the lenses. Mm. Um, so it's pretty protected and I can pull it out really easy. Um, you know, it has the same straps from the binocular that you can take off to the harness and the clips are set backwards, so you have to put them back the same way you pulled them on, which I really liked, because a lot of times in the field, that's not simple. Um, so I, I really liked that. And then also one of the things that I had read about were try to size down. So I, had gone, I went with their smaller one for my 1042s and they fit perfect. So they're kind of jammed in there. It's not hard to pull this piece up, but there's a, this malleable metal, uh, metal that you can bend and then you pull it down and it, it, it's just there. They're not coming out, which I really like. Um, the front here has this little pouch. And so this is where you could put your, like your game tags and stuff. But I have my Maven um, cloth in here for uh, cleaning my lenses.
0: It's cool that it's a side. It's like a side zip versus uh, this main middle one. That's different.
1: Yeah, it's super easy. You can pull it down and just kind of pinch it out. I like the idea of putting your uh, tags and your license in here. Now, I have not done that, but after this session, I probably will. Um, Mine usually go in a different part of my backpack where all my uh, cleaning kit, my kill kit is. Okay, so, but I really like these stretchy side pouches because I've always been a believer, like keep an extra bullet in your right pocket, you know, keep the extra sleeve somewhere else handy on your belt, on your backpack or whatever. that too. But now I have a place and I leave them a little high. I could push these all the way down, but in a, you know, in a jiffy, I can pull this bad boy out and load them up. So I always leave two high out pointing away from me. Not that I don't think that really matters, but, and then um, Jake gave me the idea when we were in Kodiak to start running my Garmin. So I run the garment on the other side, like you said, keep it, keep it close to your body. I think it's real important. Um, so do that. And then sliding up over here. I always, so even when I hike, I always run my bear spray on the right side of my back. So or hip. And so this ends up being right on my right side, the same place I'm used to grabbing always placed in the same direction where I don't have to look. I know exactly where the hole is going to be. And I know exactly the direction the popper is going to be because it's just like all these emergency responders, they train to respond a certain way. And if they didn't train that way, they wouldn't react that way. So I always want to be ready in a situation of panic to emergency situation to risk, to train. So I've grabbed this, you know, thousands of times if it's on my bino harness or my regular hiking backpack, which I, this just came off my hike, hiking you backpack. You put it on the belt of your pack? No, I put it on the sh- shoulder strap where oh, it comes okay. down. Okay, like right here? Yeah, so it's it's inches away from where this would be, basically. Got it. It's a train um, how you fight type of thing. That's right. Yeah. Yep. So you you respond without thinking. Yep. Um, so anyway, memory. so that's there, yeah, the muscle memory. So I, I really like all like my core essentials on me. Um, it's super light. It's uh, <clears throat> I think its back section is pretty thick.
0: Oh yeah, that's so a wide.
1: I've never had any issues with sliding. After I adjusted it the first time, I've never adjusted it again. I it I don't notice it being there at all, um, which is really great and something that I was writing out earlier, like the things that I would want in a vinyl harness. So it was like unnoticed comfort so it's just like it's so comfortable you don't even notice it's there i like will sit down at the fire in the dark and realize 10 minutes later my vinyl harness is still love it (laughs) it's it's really quiet i'm rubbing it right now with my fingernails can't really hear anything Mm -hmm. um it's super light which i liked um do you think it's the same
0: that this kind of material because that's the cordura and this is like the
1: yeah, mine's it, like this one's st- almost like a little, st- like so it's kind of stretchy too. Yeah, you can Poly- see that stuff
3: stitched though. This isn't stitched, you don't see stitching on that one. So it has the
1: rip stopper for sure, and then it looks like it's like a polyester spandex. Mm-hmm. Looks and feels like this whole section is stretching as I pull up. Um,
0: I really like that big, wide. You could put two fingers in that handle to to like really grab it. Yep. Yep. And it
1: comes down easy. It's a little harder to come up because it like catches on those lenses. But I've just I
3: done it so many times that it doesn't bother me anymore. You might be able to eliminate that too just by coming off or bringing off those caps. Yeah.
1: So when I'm hunting, these caps aren't on it.
3: Okay. So when
1: I'm hunting, as soon as the first spotting, this hangs Uh, out. And I just leave them there for the rest of the time those don't bother you just dangling yeah i I don't ever feel don't even notice them yep Yep. they're always there um
2: again really nice buckles like they're they're heavy duty yeah pretty
1: solid it seems
0: like that mesh is is a little bit is that like a rubbery mesh on the back Um, or is it a fabric
1: no it's fabric now
0: what about on this side right
2: here yep there's a mesh there it's the same
1: yeah Yeah, so it still has that breathable mesh flip it down flip it down on the um the backside, like against your stomach. So I don't really sweat. There's pretty good airflow there. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, the same with the strap. So it's not like causing like sh- sweat to be trapped. Uh, I think they did a really good job on the redesign. Um, it, so the other thing is it stays where, where we moose hunt, we're walking through, uh, willows that are six feet tall all day and it's right when all the leaves are falling. So, you, you know, all these side pockets will get leaves in them and it really does a good job keeping the leaves out um in this setup now if if i leave it open and walk i mean that's gonna get them in but when (laughs) i pull it up there's no leaves
0: well that's Um, one of the main things they fixed because on that first gen there was a gap there was a gap on the side right here oh and so that stuff would kind of get in there and leave it in through the side and and the same with these marsupials their first gen too had that gap and i think the idea was there for some sort of airflow or something um, so, it they doesn't, don't get yeah. up. so it doesn't get like moisture like mm. moisture built up right. in there Trapped. or something mm-hmm. um but but it seems like they've moved away from all that all of these brands
1: yep and then i think something was different with the front flap too it didn't pull down like this there was something different I, um do you remember what that was was it a back did it go towards you uh,
0: yep okay. that's what it is they yeah. switched it so that it was yeah it used to go back pulling back and that's just a preference too yeah. if you want to pull it back or forward because the alaska guides pull towards your chest yeah whereas the marsupial and the Q, you pull away pull, pull away
1: yep. yeah yeah and then um i wanted the binocular binocs to be removable so easy clips so these as like jake said everyone wants to use his binoculars i can unclip those in a couple seconds hand them someone and since they're opposing directions. The clips I can re- redo it without messing it up, which is something I would mess up on. And then uh, it has a super tight fit in there, so they're not like bobbling around, which I'm um, a huge fan of, like just being quiet, being sleek. Um, yeah, they're
2: very narrow. Again, they're not bulky. Yeah. Um, turn them sideways. Yeah, they're they're like a flatter. Yeah. Kind of a flatter looking um, <clears throat> setup. Yeah.
1: I think they're really similar to the marsupials. Um, and I heard, yeah. well, we should uh, ask Gideon sometime, but Gideon um, bought the Stone Glacier, and he told me that it has a really similar design to these two.
0: Oh, Stone Glacier came out with uh, a bino, bino
1: pack. That pulls mm. to the front and has similar side pockets. And I think his had a, and I could. we should look it up, but I think his actually has like a rangefinder pocket similar to like Jake's on the front or yeah on the bottom i'm I'm not sure we'll have to look it up but i wouldn't want anything on the bottom here the way that i move i wouldn't want anything lower on my chest it, i would feel it pinching into my like high abs and mm-hmm. that's not cool um there, so are there, are there, like there, i would voice. never buy the kit okay but- oh his. so there there it is it goes to the side the, mm-hmm. Oh, it's like a separate rider. attachment a separate on, yeah.
0: that goes onto the uh, waist, like belt thing.
2: Yeah, have you guys seen the ADAC or Caribou ADAC vinyl uh, harness brand? Yeah, they have a kit similar to that where it's a vinyl harness slash.
0: Can you go to the other picture where it's closer? Is it Velcro that's strap?
2: Um, sorry guys. Yeah, uh, let's see
0: here. The skyline.
2: Is that Velcro? Yeah, it sure looks like it.
0: I would think that that'd make a lot of noise when you're opening and closing it.
3: I think it, no, it still opens similar to these two, the Kuyu. Okay, there it is. Oh, there oh, it is. It okay, so it doesn't open down. from
0: the front.
2: Yeah. It, like, like, it like trifolds or something.
3: That Velcro's for another, another for for this? accessory yeah, or something? Yeah, you would like attach to the molly and the velcro's. In okay. The oh, gotcha.
2: Okay.
1: Like Oh, it's a, for a bear spray. That's oh, a bear slick. spray
2: container. I like that so a lot. So it's quick, quick tear away. On
3: the bottom. Oh, yeah, yeah nice. it's still mollied on really there. That's actually really sharp. You won't be able to let, pull off. Oh, out okay. The, so the yeah.
2: strap is is uh, strapped. I'm sorry. The bear spray holster is mm. like Velcro slash strapped to the Molly. It's
3: connected uh, to this. On there, yeah, I yeah. yeah, got it. I'm sure the Velcro has some other utility like for a different mm. um, attachment.
1: This dude is ready for bears. He had uh, his bear spray and a giant 44. Yes, That is and a big is gun. Yeah, we're it looks like a 500. That it, oh, a 500. Oof it's not that air light.
2: No. He's, he's going full dirty hairy. Like just gonna
3: got a nice elk on his back though.
2: Yeah. It is. Yeah. 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 Those elk boys.
0: Well, yeah, I think you're right about having it on the bottom. I, I mean, I guess that's preference, but it just extends. Yeah. You know, like if it, I guess it me. depends if you want to be if you want to be like longer versus wider, you know, having stuff over here.
1: Well, think about all those times like you're you're actually using the gear. You're you're like climbing up with three points of contact through like a gully it's slippery and you're hunched over in a way where your abs are fully engaged and you have like a crunch going on like if it if it sagged any if you had anything else below this that's pinching
2: yeah definitely so
1: (laughs) so like when people design that kind of stuff it's kind of like where are you going yeah, or doing? if you have the welt yeah.
0: your waist belt on your backpack, which is should be above your waist. Yeah, that's yeah. already like, right this on your high. Handles, yeah. yeah, it's right at your. Yeah, belly now belt they're
1: pushing mm-hmm. pushing against each other at that same position. Yeah, I just don't like anything poking me in in that area. It makes it really uncomfortable.
2: And you'll notice it right away, right? Oh yeah, like the instant you have a rub or a pinch or something, it's like okay, stop, readjust this shit. Like what is like? Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, can't have yeah. it. Like because you know if you don't you just kind of like try to ignore it it doesn't go away yeah Yeah. that pinch that rub that whatever it is like it's gotta go
3: yeah it just gets way worse it
2: does and then you're not thinking about hunting or glassing or yeah you know the the task at hand you're like this goddamn gear is like not comfortable man i gotta fix it yeah
1: the the one thing i will say though is i'm pretty hard on gear it's done really well except for stitching and I've noticed that in mm. almost all the gear that I own that isn't stitched in the United States. So, this is for sure not stitched in the United States. And there's a lot of spots where it's just starting to come undone. And I don't know, I've had that happen to a lot of my or Kuyu gear. just like gear. stitches are popping yeah.
2: and there's like, yeah.
1: The thread just starts to come out. Yeah. Here's like, here's one right well, here. it's,
0: I mean, it's, it's made, it's made in China, the key stuff. Designed well, here, but stitched and put together there, right? Is that correct?
2: Yeah. Well, and I'll bet you, pound, you know, ounce for ounce, these are probably on the lighter side. Um,
1: They're really light.
2: Yeah. I was trying to pull up a spec on the overview. Um, I don't know why it doesn't just pull up right away, but, uh, you know, there they are right there. So weight
1: 11 ounces.
2: 11 ounces. 12, 12 ounces, basically yeah and i so have the smaller one the large
1: is, okay and it yeah. said waterproof which is cool
2: yeah Yeah.
0: and the one thing you didn't mention on those that on the old gen 2 is is those little um the bottom has that little those little drawstrings oh right to tighten that main yeah top the, yep. to close it over and cinch it down if it's you know right if if you're going through brush you don't want to accidentally get that little that latch snagged up on something yeah That's cool.
1: I've never tightened it um, just because I bought the smaller pack and I'm running 10 by 42s. But um, I have used the little clip that's on the bottom of it for things. Oh, okay. So uh, that's a little handy. Like I was thinking about maybe putting a ring on my bino cloth and then just hanging it from that. Oh, so 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 it'd be super easy to pull out and wipe and Mm. I'm not having to open this pocket. Gotcha. I think you and I and Kodiak tried to, like, finagle some bear spray under here, but it didn't work out very well. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't think it would work very well. Yeah, then Mm. I went to the side thing.
0: But it seems like that would almost even fit on the other, like, in the actual side pocket. The bear spray? Yeah, if you didn't have your
2: extra ammo there.
1: Yeah, yeah, it probably would.
2: Yeah, you could squeeze it in there.
1: Yeah, it might be hard to reach in
2: then. I'm not sure. It'd be
0: kind of, like, weird like this.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. And bulky thing and, on and, the side
0: and the thing with you know QU as well you can only buy it on their website so it's not something you can really go to the store and, right. and handle try and, it on try it on and look at it and see the differences Yeah, it's one of those things that you know do your research online and hope that it's what you want
1: yep, yep. rock slide's really good for that um, for looking for those reviews Yeah.
2: overall good product though right I mean this yep. is
1: super good I wouldn't do this <clears throat> color again I think yeah. when I bought it was the only color available, but this color I think it's called verde is like more noticeable than a pink jacket, <laughs> at least to people with trained eyes. So, when, so? when across this giant valley where we're in six feet of you know willow trees, um, when I wear the verde pants, they can the other guys see me better than when I'm wearing. I have that um, orange so we made orange and blue double shovel hats so we could you know that's what i was going to hunt in and it's almost impossible to see because it's only orange on the mesh i don't actually know why you can't see it but the blue does not come out that navy blue mm. but they'll see my pants and they'll know where i was at yeah or they'll see this chest right i think
2: it's this color yeah that they see i think that's what they see more than anything
1: this one? Yeah,
2: if like the pants like the I leg think it's is like, like
1: this bright green. Really? But I I'm not sure. Yeah. They're just you funny though. You're much no, more green and noticeable.
2: Would you go with a solid then?
1: I would either do the solid like you guys all have or um that like tundra color.
2: This one's really nice right here. This like two tone um almost like a uh, That's a stone
1: glacier one. It's like almost like a light tannish color yeah, and like then
2: that's a nice that's a nice combo those are the four optionals that's the four options that are available through KUUS. oh that's cool Pro Bino. Yeah, oh, yeah okay yeah i don't so think you can go with the gray like daniel's marsupials yeah. or you can go this kind of two-tone kind of brown
1: that would be a good color for alaska and yeah
2: i like that one a lot
1: and then i think they have a new camo color it's like a desert color oh, uh, yeah. click on that first I one i
2: don't oh this one here
1: yeah
0: valo.
2: valo yeah valo okay that's more yeah. desert style yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. 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 Mentioning the stitching and all that, I've seen that they've they've found little ways to maybe make make their cost a little less. Um, because my first bino harness is the the logo is stitched. Right. It's like actually stitched in there. It's not a tag. Oh no! It's whereas just yours like is more like a, a, a press or a sticker or a, some sort of a not a sticker, like a rubber,
2: a, like a rubber pressed or like um,
0: which I'm sure makes it lighter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it looks really
2: good though. Does yeah, look really it does sharp. look good, but they're looking to carve any ounce anywhere any way yeah, possible. Ultra light. Hence, yeah. you know, stitching loosening up and things happening. I mean, they, you know, they're running. They're the ultra light. It's interesting
1: yeah. though, because you know their model's direct to consumer, um, and so you're mm-hmm. you think you're like. Price direct to consumer would be lower than the retail price because a retailer traditionally marks it up fifty percent. Mm-hmm. And but their their prices are the same when you as you like go to, yeah. if you went down to Barney's to buy the Stone Glacier or the Marsupial. They're so it's like 90, 99 bucks, right? And so mm-hmm. the Alaska Guide Creations was seventy nine. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. why how how are you going direct to consumer but not lowering your prices?
2: Yeah, the price point between the three we just reviewed is about eighty to a hundred. Yeah. Um the the guide creation being on the lesser at about 80 and then the Kuyu is at the $99 mark which I of of the four we have here I believe that's going to be the most expensive price point. Yeah. I mean,
1: I think when I bought it, Brandon, I think I bought it for like 79.
2: Okay. So it's gone okay. up some, yeah. but yeah. still like if it's direct it's consumer why is
1: it the highest priced one and yeah. it's not even made in the United States? Yeah.
2: That's a good question. Yeah. No, right. I mean they're it's but cuyo. the bino harness
0: in general is, I mean, you're, these binos, they're 200 bucks to $3,000, you know, depending on what yeah. you're rocking. Uh-huh. And so, you know, to pay $100 to protect that purchase is well worth, worth it. It's
2: worth every penny. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness.
1: Yeah. And yeah. I, going back to, you know, my whole story about not being not buying into the bino harness, I was completely wrong. And I've definitely shown people how awesome they are, and yeah. they've gone out and bought them after. Yep. Hence, like, Gideon last year in Kodiak him doing what I used to do with his, and he went and bought the Stone Glacier one this year. Yep.
2: Yeah, one of my hunt, one of my hunting partners finally, you know, got a set. He's finally like, okay, I'm going to get a pair, and the other boys haven't yet done it. But on the sheep hunt, it's an absolute must. Or or a mountain hunt in general, anything mountain backpacking. I mean, you know. Or we even right, brush. We I were mean, riding side-by-sides this weekend, and we were all packing our barn harnesses, us yeah. and the kids. Everybody yeah. had vinyls on their chest because – nothing's worse than just jumping out and being like, Oh no, I got to dig in my action packer and try to find my binos. Like, nah, you or you got it sitting that.
0: on the chair, getting dirty, b- bouncing around. Yeah.
2: Or they dump off and fall on the floor or you accidentally ride off and forget or yeah. they're gotta foggy. Go back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's a must. I mean, I encourage anybody that's, that's really, really willing to get out there and get after it. Um, I oh, have one
3: that.
1: more pro tip and, uh, Oh, I don't, I share this a lot but um, this all came from um, my dad and it has to do with you losing knife knives in moose and other animals along with setting gear down that's like camouflage or hard to find in hard to find terrain like big willow bushes or whatever and so every- so easy every piece of my gear including my gutting you know my uh kill bag kill bag um and all the contents all have either pink or orange surveyor tape on them. so i've definitely set this bag down in places that i wouldn't have been able to see it and then here or like you don't remember to pick it up like you're busy you see an animal you move and you turn around real quick to look down on the ground and you see this bright pink tape and you don't leave that knife behind or whatever so i do that on all my gear I highly recommend it. And it, it may help your friend when you lose a, mo- a knife in a big moose.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, big time. So. Or, or you're wearing those and you're, you know it's kind of like in your way a little bit and you're like, I don't need these vinyl harnesses on while I'm cleaning the moose, right? Yep. Peel them off, throw them over to the side. You didn't make it on the four-wheeler. They didn't make it next to the tarp. They're just chilling out there 10 yep. feet away from the moose and you wanted to keep them out of harm's way. Heat of the battle. You load up. You're gonna ride away or whatever you're gonna do. You're like, oh shit, my 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 bino's. You know, yep, yep. you gotta you go do back your and try last to fl- check. Yeah, and find yeah. Them. Yep. Yeah, and then too, um, <clears throat> another level might be something reflective. Oh yeah. How often do you kill a moose in the evening and it gets dark? Mm-hmm. Now you're looking around for stuff with a flashlight. All right, right. And it might be another. Yeah. Option two, something reflective to throw on there. Yep. So and it I, is easy to leave it.
1: So I keep these in my back because usually my back's turned away from an animal. And so with the pink one and, you know, I okay. think they can see pink. They can't see the orange. Most of my stuff's orange, but mm. these are pink.
2: Yeah, I carry that stuff with me anyway. So, no, um, it's a good, good run on those.
0: Yeah. Let's get into yours, Brandon.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to pull them up here. Um, got a little, little thrown off there. There we go. Yeah, I'm running the uh, Mystery Ranch. Um, Quick draw vinyl harnesses is my second set. I had a pair for two years and mistakenly left those along with a pair of binoculars and a uh, Osprey toddler pack uh, on a trail one time. Got back and had hot, screaming, pissed off kids that needed to get in the air-conditioned vehicle, so I quickly pulled my pack off and set them down on the ground and threw them in the truck, and we drove off and wasn't until two days later that I realized I left my toddler pack back and it had my binoculars and uh, and my uh, Mystery Ranch uh, quick draw vinyl harnesses <laughs> in the bottom oh, pocket. Oh,
1: man, that's such a bummer.
2: Yeah, and there was like a little bit of a funny story to that. Like I happened to have my taxidermist's business card in my license bag, and so the first person that found the bag called him. Hey, I found this backpack. It's got your business card in it. So he happens to be, um, his client is, I'm, I'm a client of his and also my boss. So he calls my boss who knows where I'm at. So then he's now calling me to see if, um, you know, he can't get a hold of me cause I'm at a cell phone reception in any way.
1: How'd they know it was you?
2: So they called the, the taxidermist, uh-huh. the taxidermist called my boss. And then that's how it traced back to me was that, uh, he said he found a set how how does that work? how did that how did that happen actually? How did so he called the taxidermist taxidermist called Ryan. Oh, I had my license in my name. Ah. My hunting license in my name. Nice. In my little case. Yeah. That's what I was telling you, I had yeah. a little waterproof. Yeah. Right. Thanks for asking. I had to yeah. actually back up That's a little bit good. there. That's good. Anyway, and Another so Another reason
1: to keep your license in that thing. Yeah,
2: no, totally. Exactly. Yeah. And um, and then they apparently set it back down on the ground where they found it. Thinking they'll leave it and I'll come back for it. And uh. then they, they left it. And then it wasn't until like two days later. I get the voicemail. I'm heading out. I hit Moose Pass. I hit, I turn my phone on. I'm like, oh shit. So I call him back. So I race back to uh, Tarmigan Creek. Trail and yeah. it, it's clearly not sitting there two days later. So yeah. somebody snagged them and uh, went, with, so you went didn't with it. get them. Yeah, right. no, but I did end up replacing them because I loved them and yeah. that's what I was getting getting to. I really liked this bin. It was my opportunity to actually switch it up if yeah, I wanted to, yeah, like, yeah. switch up. And I, I didn't want to. I went right back to Barney's. I found the Mystery Ranch uh, quick draws. I like these vinyl harnesses, they're uh, cordura fabric, heavy stitching. Um, one, one. One thing about this Cordura is it's only waterproof for so long. Mm-hmm. It will saturate water. Yeah, yeah. Um, it will fog up your binos uh, oh, over time. So okay. if you're in like heavy, heavy, like Prince William Sound, Southeast Kodiak deer hunting rain, um, this will... Keep
1: them under your rain jacket.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I ended up doing. I was wearing them on the outside, and and I, re- I learned that real quick on a deer hunt in Prince William Sound mm-hmm. that they just needed to be underneath because... Let's face it. When you're deer hunting in the rain, or hunting in the rain, yeah. you're only pulling your binos out when you really think you see something. You don't just pull them out to look at a rock or a stump or something. I mean, you got to really pull them out when you find when you think you see something that's worth pulling your binos out in the rain for. Because I don't care what you got if they get wet, they get wet and it sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, these bino harnesses have been really good to me. Um, I love the side uh, pockets. I've got my inreach on the one side. Um, I like what Jake said. You keep that SOS device on you at all times in the event you you know something goes bad go south you can hit the button and uh, you know the rest is history um, I got my my uh, rangefinder on the left side I love putting it there I do not carry my rangefinder in this pocket at all times I put this rangefinder in there when I'm getting ready to make a stock mm. so um, I'm fearful that it'll fall out um, I just feel like when you are in the heat of crawling around in the woods, after something or you're just so focused is on getting from A to B yeah. that it's easy to forget about your equipment and, and it's easy for stuff to fall out or fall off. So Jake, you got the carabiner clip on the loop. Great idea. I should really graduate to that. Um, but I do like that so that when you're making the stock you your range, okay, not close enough, keep making the stock, keep doing your thing. Um, and so that's a really good feature. Um, I like, again, the Buckles Mystery Ranch products have really, really kick-ass buckles, Um, and they also have this, what is over time probably a wink link, but I do really like it. They have these stretchy elastic
4: buckle bases. Oh, yeah, that's
2: awesome. So it really is nice and adjustable to, like, different layering, so this is great. Right now I've got it set to just wearing a T-shirt. Right. Mm-hmm. So I can put a puppy jacket on or something else. And then it just has a little bit more elastic. So uh-huh. you don't necessarily have to adjust it unless you go throwing something really thick on. Um, then you got to start adjusting straps and whatnot, but it just kind of always, it's kind of snug, but when you put another layer on, it only kind of pulls so much. You don't really notice that much. And then again, it's got the cool little, I don't know what these are. I call them security straps. <laughs> Cause then you can buckle your, your binos to, um, you know, to the strap. That's let me get it into the camera here. So get it. It straps right to the uh, to the harness, and um, there you go. Yeah. So one thing I was kind of I was kind of questioning. You see how small these little buckles are? Yeah. Yeah, and you see how thick the ones are on your Qu pack? They're like twice the size. So
1: my security straps are small. Yeah, um, but the
2: buckles are thick.
1: Right. You no, know, the buckles are pretty small.
2: They're they're that small though. Oh, there
1: might be a little bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So I was kind of skeptical, but they're really thick plastic, and so they've been very, very rugged. Nice. I don't know. See, like Daniel's got a another a similar set, maybe even a little bit smaller. Yeah,
0: so these you are can, smaller.
2: Yeah. So again, that's probably shaving weight. Um. So you know, you can kind of tell the difference in the in the designs. So they kind of put you know, a thicker buckle or whatever on there. But I really like these. I feel like the these straps, when you adjust them just right, they're just like the perfect height. So when you do have to pull them off, you know what I mean? You can still look without having them bind up on you. Yeah. I really like that feature. Um, one other really cool thing on these <coughs> is the center flap. So you can kind of see some dust and stuff. You turn the mic there, there a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Um, so this has a... Um, it's kind of weird doing stuff in the middle of the table like this. but So this set has a kind of like a stitched kind of flap on it. So it flaps back and holds when you want it out of your way. And and believe it or not, when you're wearing these, this isn't like binding into you or kind of in your way. It kind of flaps and then just tucks between you and your chest and then just kind of gets out of the way. And then it just kind of folds over, so you don't actually have to always strap them down. You can kind of just... Mm. put them loose on similar to these these guide creations that kind of fold over and kind of stay and then uh, where you guys have those um, magnetic kind of deals so this one has this center strap which you can adjust this is a magnet to here so you can actually f- so oh, it kind of folds nice. over and clips so what i really like about this feature is when you're in and out and in and out and in and out of your bino harnesses you almost naturally over a hundred times doing this you just kind of like or looking, 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 walking, doing whatever. And you just kind of like naturally, like fold them over and kind of find that thing because the magnet just kind of finds it for you. Right. So you just got to kind of flap it over and kind of get your hand and your finger in this like general area and then it'll grab. And then again, you know, there's just nothing coming out of there. It's pretty secure. And then again, just grabbing it, just because you wear them and you, and you know enough, you just kind of boom and then they just pop right out of there. So. Um, really great one one thing I like about these two is this felt interior is is pretty grippy when you got this kind of like matte rubber so it's 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 holds it well but then it I don't know it's like just the right amount of fabric touching the rubber coating kind of a thing I, I like that um, one other feature I really love on these binos uh, bino harnesses is this front pocket is really big yeah that's and, nice you know, it's actually oh. a pretty big. Uh, pocket. I've actually, I showed you guys this earlier before we recorded. I've got this um, wallet that I put in here. Um, it's a waterproof wallet. It's not waterproof sealed where you could drop it in the water, but it's waterproof in the sense that you could saturate it over time or this vinyl harness could be in the rain, get wet, and then it's got my um, credentials and license and tags and everything in there. But what I like to put in here is uh, I like to put this uh, in here, and then I like to put a bullet on the other side, mm. so it looks I got, like you
0: could put a king size Snickers in there. Oh yeah, you yeah, could you definitely could. put some candy in this thing. Um, <laughs> you know, I was trying ones. to figure yeah. out the, like
2: a purpose for this for the first couple of uses, and then when I finally kind of found like a that the tag, it's like my tag pocket. Right? Yeah, and this got my tags, my daughter's tags, and you know everything I need for the season in there. So what Plus, you're saying,
1: and there's a lot of joy when you open that. Pocket? yeah no it's a good yeah. thing when that thing cracks <laughs> up in
2: well either that it's like or a, a treasure uh, chest well what i like to do is i actually like to put my uh my shooting bullet in here ah. so i've got like say i'm running my 30 odd six it has five in the in the clip and then i'll pull one like i'm getting ready to actually make a stock or whatever and you got time to think about it i'll reach in here and grab that bullet yeah. Kiss it. Throw it in the barrel. You give it the kiss? give it the kiss, dude. I give it the kiss. <laughs> it the good kiss. night kiss? I mean, you know, that one shot, man, kind of is the one that counts. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um kind of, yeah, it worked against me this year. But anyway. um you, know, you missed? What's that? You saying you missed? Uh, no, I didn't miss. But, um Got to go French kiss. Yeah. Let's just say sometimes bears are hard <laughs> to find. Got to get that. Get a little saliva and bodily fluid on it. Carries through the wind a little bit better. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, th- these these ranches are, are, are a good product. Um, I've got, you know, we'll get into the pack review and stuff. I've I, All my packs and harnesses and everything. Um, in fact, I've even got uh, Mystery Ranch um, Gunsling which is a pretty cool thing. We'll get into that with the packs because it does integrate with that. So I've been really impressed with these products. Their stitching is really, really good. They're very durable. Again, the breathable mesh on the backside. Um, I've found that once I've set this um, strap setup, it's pretty much one and done. Um, one thing I really like about your guys' is, is you guys got a lot thicker straps. I mean, look how thin these are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, a little bit. so you'd think that that's what they do, but they actually don't on me. I, I've been good with this this was one of my main concerns um, I think this goes toward finding your fitment and then and then hooking it up now straight t-shirt do these straps dig in a little bit? yes when you're just wearing a thin t-shirt they can dig in a little bit that's a very rare that I'm wearing these just with a t-shirt on I mean it does happen yeah hot day in a backpack hunt or like this weekend we were out riding around and did wear a t-shirt. Most of the time you're wearing a pullover, a hoodie, a vest, um, a puffy jacket or some sort of apparel or a camo gear or whatever you're wearing, a rain jacket, um, where these straps just, it never makes a difference, but I think they save a lot on weight by having the, the lighter strap, uh, material and they're rugged and they last and I haven't had an issue with them. So, um, that's been a, been a win for sure. So. I mean, again, I've noticed that there are some features on all these other products that have that I like, that I'd love to have on this. Um, not saying I wouldn't try something else different, but um, man, when you find something that you like and it's yeah. comfortable and it works for you, even though you know there's some things that are like a little bit better, you just still kind of roll with it because it's it works for you, yeah. right? Like you yeah. you've tested it in every different situation, every different climate, every different kind of hunt or whatever the case is and uh uh one thing i like about these two i see the price point on the website's about 75 bucks but i want to say i spent like
0: where did you buy them?
2: i bought them at barney's okay yeah and and you know mystery ranch products um were not as easy to find say you know six seven eight years ago um you could just find them really at barney's um, they're, they're out of Bozeman, Montana. They, they make American-made stuff. They're, they're a good outfit. They've blown up in the last maybe like two years. You see all their stuff in REI and Sportsman's and online everywhere now. Yeah, they're in all the big box stores. Yeah, right my now. guess is they kind of blew up and kind of like sold out per se, maybe to like the more corporate side of, of their sales. Um, but Barney's had them pretty exclusive there for a while. I noticed some other guides and some, some other hunters and like some old like Steve Rinella, Meat Eater, hunt videos his brother had one back in the day and Uh so like you know you know some guys were wearing them and you didn't see them often but um overall good products and and you know they they're built to last yeah
1: out of all the um kind of instagram people that i like to follow in alaska that are doing hunting stuff um i'd say the most often used one is this one Oh really? Yeah. Oh they, no they, shit. It's okay. just amongst like a small group of people that mm-hmm. I follow. Okay. Um. You know,
2: somewhere in the ranch, vinyl harnesses. Yeah.
1: They talk about it. Yeah. Oh wow. Cool. So, yeah. yeah. And the marsupials actually really popular amongst that group too.
2: Yeah, they've come um, up like just in the last couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen yeah.
3: a lot more of those. They've really um, pretty big with w- the military community. The mystery, mystery ranch. ranch.
2: Yeah. Is that kind of where
3: they probably made I think their that's mark? Where they initially. Introduced themselves, yeah,
2: okay. So they started making products. You know, Hunter
3: did his thing. A couple of our guys would run their packs, okay, on uh, RNS missions.
2: Oh, Um, interesting, yeah, yeah. because they have have a huge line of packs, man. I mean, everywhere from hunting to urban, like just the dude that's bouncing around coffee shops working on his computer and stuff. I mean, they got a lot of really cool stuff, and we'll get into that in our next uh, our next recording, but. Yeah, I mean these overall have been good and and uh, they're affordable. They're like right in that, you know, seventy to a hundred dollar range, and and they're pretty available. They have an awesome warranty if you b- blow a stitch or um, have something tear. It's a it's a uh, limited lifetime warranty, but my guess is if you go out and rip it, they're like, sorry man, we're not going to fix it. But if a stitch blows out, yeah, they're going to fix it. You know yeah. what I mean? So the good warranty. Um, which is huge um, for me on buying products that I feel like I want to buy and use. Um, and if you you're know, hard on
0: gear, you know, so there's some of these boys out here that tear yeah,
2: stuff up. Yeah. You know? yeah, that's right. Yeah, Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, so they, they tear shit up. with
1: this Cordura, do you um, hit it with like a rain or a uh, rain spray?
2: I, I did the very first time I bought it, and I didn't like renew it. Mm-hmm. I would say that I, I dusted some water on there earlier, and, and it saturated so yeah. we could use another coat. Yeah. Um, but I think, um, you know, like anything that comes with the coating, it's going to wear off over time. Yeah. So I think you should replace it. But I got to re up it. Thanks for reminding me actually now that we're going into the Yeah. Start going into the ladder.
1: It reminded me to do mine. <clears throat> yeah. So I mean, I really like the beating. You know? Yeah.
2: I had a good experience with Cordura. Uh, products, um, you know, back when HMK snow machine gear came out, they, they had their Cordura and they were trying to go toe to toe with climb Mm -hmm. and it's not as good as climb. Um, and we're getting a little off topic. I'll make it short, but my introduction to Cordura was through snow machine gear and, Mm -hmm. and, and snow machine gear takes a hell of a pounding. I mean, between riding and wet and cold and, you know, freeze and thaw. And and I I found that Cordura was pretty strong. And when I saw it on backpacks and vinyl harnesses, I'm thinking, well, shit, man. I mean, snowmachining is way harder on stuff than just hiking around and low impact. And, you know, um, so I felt like, okay, if it's Cordura, that's got to be stout. It's got to be strong. So as far as rip tear um, protection, this stuff doesn't tear. I mean, you have to, like, take a a knife knife to it to cut it and even then it's like it's not going to continue
1: to rip when you're carrying something or whatever yeah
2: and you can you could throw a piece of tenacious tape on it and it'd probably just be a patch for life you know so overall good product um don't see any reason why to dig into it anymore just good zippers good buckles good fitment good comfort level good utility use um overall good product and i would i would strongly suggest it Definitely not brand loyal in any way, shape, or form. This is the first set I've ever purchased, the first set I've ever owned. They hit all the boxes for me, and I just, I'm just gonna keep rolling with it for now. Yeah. So,
0: great. I mean, they all got their pluses. They all got, you know, mm-hmm. they're all good. You yeah. can't go wrong with any of them, really.
2: No, no yeah. way. No way.
0: Um, yeah. Well, uh, I think that wraps up the Bino Harness yeah. deal. Yeah. Um, um, Remember to go to uh, patreon.com slash Project and support five bucks a month. Um, and once we get up to a few here, we're going to start releasing uh, some of these other pods that we got and some of these other crazy stories that are going to be for our Patreon fans only. Um, also, Heather's Choice, uh, promo code alaskawild, if you haven't done that yet, um, alaskawildproject.com uh, for any of the merch. All that stuff helps. Uh, we got new stuff coming in. It's a little delay with the COVID stuff. Um, some of the stuff sold out we haven't been able to kind of re-up some of that stuff but that's kind of out of our hands so we do have beanies come in we got some dad hats people've been asking for we got several other hoodies and shirts and stuff Is like that calling them dad hats that's what that's what the guy on Instagram said. You need the dad hats. I was like, all right, well, I think it's already on the. We on get that
1: at Double Shovel a lot.
2: Yeah, yeah. that was I mean, my that, that was my strong suggestion. I was and like, yeah, I think Jake's we a dad that's dad that's hat kind of guy. That. Yeah, I'm a dad hat. I'm yeah. the yeah.
3: only non dad th- here, but <laughs> totally dad <laughs> hat. No, no it's it's the level. only non dad with a yeah, dad yeah. hat. Yeah, I was
2: strongly on that on that line. I was like, we need to get the. Need to get those bill boys their hat. Fix, yeah. Right?
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that that's yeah. all
0: coming in, in, in due time, guys. <laughs> and we got the new camo hat. Yeah, we got the yeah, new camo okay. hat. That's, that's cool. not it's not actually even on the website yet. For oh, some okay. reason, we got to send the picture to um to Jaman f- f- to get up on the website. I think we've just been slacking on that. Um, but hit us up yeah. if you want to get in on that. I, I don't know if 100% if it's on the website. Anyway, alaskawildproject.com. <laughs> I think the hat's on there. By the time you listen to this, it'll be on there.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, and also one more thing, leave us a uh, review on the Apple. That's really helpful. If you haven't left us a review on the Apple podcast yep. um, and subscribe to our YouTube channel um, and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, yeah. and all
1: that stuff. Send this one to all your gear nerd friends
0: yeah and if you have any questions hit us up man the gmail is oh, alaskawallproject.gmail or personal message us and and we'll get, get we'll get you the info you need i mean people have been hitting us up on all kind of stuff and get, we,
2: them, get them some pictures and yep and if we don't know the
0: answer if one of us four doesn't know the answer we're going to get find out the answer and, and get you a response
4: definitely yeah. um
0: so thank you for that and thank you for listening and uh what's your instagram jake the doo-doo The doo-doo.
2: The doo-doo. I'm still wanting to know where that came from. Oh, yeah. Well, that's for Patreon only. Oh, that's Patreon time? Yeah, that's Patreon. That's the Patreon. You get the (laughs) doo-doo
3: story. That's Patreon. That's like...
2: Uh, that's, right. like, <laughs> that's like uh, <laughs> intoxicated 3 a.m. Yeah. Uh, in in around uh, the fire yeah. and finally get him to crack and tell uh, us a story. Uh, okay. You, you gotta, gotta have that special
0: connection with Jake to hear yeah. this one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. We'll, All we'll right. work
1: yeah. our way there. Yeah. But the Belly Patreon might help up. as well. That's,
0: yeah. right. <laughs> that's right. All right. Thanks for guys. Thanks for listening. You
3: remember my speaking to you of what I call your overcautiousness? Are you not you cannot do what the enemy is constantly
0: doing the alaska wild project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors
1: the bait shack located on ship creek upstream of the bridge can't miss the bright red shack they're the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on ship creek tight lines and fish on come hook into the action with them hit them up at thebaitshackak.com lawn pro ak
0: your year-round professional property maintenance company providing services such as weekly lawn maintenance driveway sweeping snow and ice management and tons more get your free estimate today at lawnproak.com
2: Anchortown dogs located at fourth avenue across from the old fourth avenue theater look for the blue and gold umbrella from reindeer dogs to bomb euros they've got you covered Anchor Town Dogs, your local gourmet hot dog and sausage cart.
1: Menegados Accounting, locally owned and operated advisory and tax accounting solutions. Passion, experience, diligence. Learn more at
2: menegatosaccounting.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off Artican 58th. Handcrafted, Alaskan-made cider. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Check them out at doubleshovelcider.com.
1: Serrano's Mexican Grill. Two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com.
0: AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska. Built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation. Find their products such as their sugar wax, full spectrum diamond sauce carts, and more at the Treehouse AK and other dispensaries around the state. Ask your local bud tender about AKO.
2: TheTreeHouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, your all in one cannabis and CBD store. Ask the Bud Tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives.
0: Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be had an and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machine under their influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding.
1: Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com.